0: We just thought to take a little time out to thank the lord yeah thank you lord for season six thank you would have thought a podcast could be a gift really that pressing b could spiritually uplift and simultaneously give a pharisee fits <laughs> all in all you the one controlling it so the lord is my shepherd i, I can't go, go skip so, so. This new pot life is like a skit though A lot of people swinging I didn't even throw a pitch though uh, forehead is flint What I'ma flinch for? Nothing We all gonna repent for what we did So I'ma keep it moving Ain't no stripper or no cussing Gonna ruin what we doing We are dwelling in communion Assignment is different Dwellers get the sentiment Vulnerability's my superpower How many feeling it? Thank you Lord for this influence Without you influence Just don't make sense Nah
1: If you've got a problem, who's gonna solve it? It isn't gonna be the therapist.
2: The amount of stuff that is going into our kids' heads is unprecedented.
0: Help you reset your life what's up everybody I am so excited to introduce to you the new course master reset I need to I need something to change the experience that you have with God is what anchors you when everything in life wants to make you doubt God that felt good hey okay great how can you press your restart button in your life. I am going to help you get over your past, be able to embrace your present, and plan for an incredible future. So join me, and let's reset together.
1: And for a very short time, get Master Reset, every other course from Tim, plus an entire library of courses that will change your life. Plans are starting at $8.25 per month with the code BASEMENT. Click on the link in the description or go to tomap.com and sign up today.
0: Welcome to The Basement, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Tim Ross. I love you guys so much. I hope you're all doing well. Listen, I'm so grateful to be here with y'all. Like Every single time I get to do this, I don't take it for granted. Life is short. Let me just start off and say life is absolutely short. And as a result, we need to thank him for every single day that we have. And so whether you're having a good day or a bad day today, whether you find yourself at the top of the mountain or at the bottom of the valley, please know that this is a safe place and we are here with you. We are here for you and we're bringing this to you shout out to press b shout out to my dwellers shout out to my promoters thank you so much for your support on youtube a hey, and all of you generous people generous why would i say it like that generous generous listen cash App, paypal y'all are some extravagant givers thank you for the way that you give thank you for the testimonies that you leave when you give we get to see those and so um i just love you guys and i thank you for your support you literally keep us out here in these streets okay um thank you thank you i want to say so much more on that i love youtube however however sometimes youtube don't want us to be great uh, but that's a different subject for a different day thank you guys for your support because your, your support it makes it easy for us not to have to depend on anything else but the lord um with that said hey We got a guest today. I'm excited about the conversation I'm going to have with this guest. We are about to get into, I don't even know what we're getting into. I actually don't know.
1: That's the best part.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm thinking to myself, like, the wonderful thing I love about this whole deal is that we don't script nothing, Mm -hmm. right? I sit down with a guest, and it's not like I got three by five cards, and I'm like, so... uh, Tell me how it was when you were seven. <laughs> Heard some things about you being seven. I want to get into Like that. The, the opposite of Nardwar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we we just going to get it. Yeah, exa- yeah, Dude, that dude is almost clairvoyant. He scares like every person he interviews. Yeah. <laughs>
1: like, I, mean, I, I don't know who. He got to hire a private investigator. He has um, to do something, fam. He is a private fam. investigator. Yeah, for only- sure.
0: Because he spooks people. For real. Like, And I just don't have the resources to go back into your life like that. Or the time. Or the time. That part is, well, I'd be doing a a pod like every three and a half months. Like, I found enough background on my guest today. I can finally do another episode. But, um, yo, uh, this is one of the most creative people that I'm going to get to know. Whoa. Um... Definitely a call of God on this life. Definitely a gift on his life. Definitely on mission. Definitely on brand for the kingdom. Um, I'm excited about what your assignment is and how it's going to reach people because it takes all types to reach all types. And I'm just great. I, I'm grateful to live in a dispensation, a time where um, the call of God don't mean you got to become a youth pastor tomorrow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? That we got to get you to the, the youth pastor starter kit.
1: Yeah. It never really did. That's never really what it, what it was. I'm, gra- Dude, I'm almost, grateful for that.
0: Yeah. As a person that was a youth evangelist and a young adult pastor and a lead pastor, mm-hmm. I'm grateful to see some people that are like, I got to call a God on my life. And I love the I love the church. And what I'm called to do ain't going to be in the church. Yeah. Like that's a beautiful thing. So, um, I want to introduce to some, I want to present to others, the very gifted, very creative, very talented, Chaz Smith in the building, everybody, let's go, yo, let's get it, let's go, bro, I appreciate appreciate that, I'm so grateful you're here, man, thank you for Um, coming to my house.
1: Thank you for having me. At
0: the oh, grade. absolutely, man. Absolutely. And the outfit you chose today is oh. just so.
1: Bruh, let me shout out my homie DeBaron real quick. Oh, Grace okay. This is, yeah, this is my friend makes these. Uh, what? Yes. Grace and Peace is the brand name. Okay. You just dropped a new line of like mint and lavender with tea, like along with it. Yeah. Definitely <laughs> go look that up. Joyce fire. Grace- uh, I, I intentionally told him like, bro, send me a fit so I can wear it on the podcast. I want people to know about this because it's fire. Stuff bro, is so and it's comfortable. I feel like I'm in pajamas.
0: Listen, and that's the only thing I wear now. Like the like to dress up for me is to put on like denim. Yeah, like I, mm-hmm. I'm in some joggers every day of my life. Grace and peace is the name of the yeah. clothing, maybe. Mm-hmm. Grace and peace. He's clothing. also a DJ and a, okay. Yeah, Dude's just, he's dope. For Grace and peace apparel. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go. All right, let's make sure we get a link in there. Show. Um,
1: click the description, huh? Down click below. the yeah, yeah, down I, I below. Do the YouTube. Think a little
0: bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> click the description. Oh, and it ain't corny either. For
1: real, it's fire.
0: Oh, he got dope stuff. Hey, I'ma say something, and I know this is you know I I be getting blasted for everything I say pretty much <laughs> now. So I'm I'm out since I'm out here. Oh. Um, I can't. I I I know everybody's trying to do their best. So let, let me let me put out this little disclaimer. I know everybody's trying to do. <laughs> But some of these clothing brands, um, especially Christian clothing brands, mm-hmm. some of it comes off so corny. Like, it's like, if I can't wear that, don't be mad if you send me something and I don't wear it.
1: Yeah, if you're making clothes, they should be...
0: They should be dope. Cool to wear. They should be cool to wear. Okay, wait a minute. I love talking about this.
1: This is something I talk about with my friends a little bit. Matter of fact, uh, me and my friend Chase, we came, who I came over with. Yep. We are just talking about this in the car. The first mention of the Holy Spirit, like, really dwelling and moving through somebody was with clothing makers and artists in Exodus.
0: Like, Absolutely correct.
1: Like, stitching all the clothing. Yeah, bro. The ornaments. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Like the and, and, and,
0: and and making of the tabernacle. Yeah. Bezalel and Holyab. Right. That's like, what I call Sam and Hector.
1: Creation is beautiful. It, it is, bro. Be a
0: beautiful It thing. should be a beautiful thing. Yeah. It should be attractive, right? Right. So... Oh, if we go nerd out on that, I, ain't go. too many, ain't too many creatives come in here talking about the Book of Exodus. So this has already blessed my whole, <laughs> the whole life.
1: Exodus is so fire. It
0: is, life. bro. No, it is. Like so, oh, so it's I, I, that's vivid for me. That's vivid imagery for me seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also Solomon's temple mm-hmm. is so dope, yeah. and his palace is so dope. And
1: it, the Lord like instructed him to make it, knowing it was going to be destroyed anyway. Which is, and he still chose to dwell in there. Absolutely, and gave him very pristine, specific. instructions exactly right. For how to build it? That's like exactly right. Creation, what we create, should be a reflection of how beautiful it is that God created us, and how He, spoke.
0: yeah, it I'm, should be attractive that. not only to believers mm-hmm. but unbelievers as well. Mm-hmm. Sheba came from a far off land, mm-hmm. and when she saw what she was told about she said these jokers didn't even get close that she said the half had not been told to me they didn't even get up to 50 percent of how dope all this is Mm -hmm. how blessed your servants must be look how they're dressed every single day like that's that's how like we should make this look good Mm -hmm. we shouldn't be walking around like no corn balls yeah Talking about my love,
1: Jesus. Hold on. Is that the link? Is that the right link? I just want to make sure. It better be. I don't think that's the one. I saw a glimpse real quick. I want to make sure. That ain't it? That ain't it. Let me, me, hold up. Let me pull it up real quick.
0: Oh, man. Well, I'm I'm grateful I didn't, like, actually say what the link was, because then (laughs) y'all would have went. Uh, Well, this stuff ain't corny either, though. So whoever this person is. On IG? Oh, it's on IG. Yeah, he has. A, I think he has a he has a website too, for sure. Th- this is this is the most. I, I love this pod already because yeah. this is exactly how we are doing it. Everybody on boom. Spotify and Apple, are like, we, I, will y'all so please get back to I turn it? I, well,
1: like, yeah. What is that? And it, 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 it you know, and gra- focus.
0: Grace underscore and. Boom! There it is. I turned the brightness
1: down a little bit. Kind of boom! See. Yeah.
0: Okay, and then so gracepeace.xyz. Mm-hmm. Grace All right, and cool. peace XYZ. All right, grace and peace. oh, it's tough. Oh, this is even better. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I just compared grace and pieces. Oh, they <laughs> so bad. No, this 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 mint and lavender drop is yes, sir. pretty smooth. Oh, it's so pretty.
1: Ooh, that lavender. And he makes like homemade teas. Oh, he's a gourmet chef too. Like bro just does everything. It's super dope. Listen,
0: I I I really Love have you, I I really have a problem with multi-talented people. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be telling them, "Hey man, why don't you just pick one?"
1: Hold up, but wait, you said you were you did stand up battle rap, <laughs> preaching, you got a podcast. Yeah,
0: I, father, I I'm still just talking, husband. bro. I'm just talking. No, I'm just talking. Uh, It's just all different modes of talking. But I ain't a singer. You know what I'm saying? I don't also make beats and DJ and can make money. And then I do have a clothing line and I dropped, you you know, know, we was in Paris last week. That's, you know, we didn't tape because we was in Paris for Fashion Week. No, I don't be doing that. Uh, okay. I just talk. Okay. And so it's within the same stream, but when the dudes can like stop talking and then like go make a beat, uh-huh. and it's fire, and then leave from making a track and then go like, I don't know, sign a book deal. For cook me. a cook a creme brulee. Cook a see that see what are you doing like when you start flambeing eggs, <laughs> you know what I mean on just a random Tuesday like hey man I just felt that's, like no, that's
1: literally what he does yeah that's <laughs> straight up that's like I'll be in his house. Why are you making Indian curry with like fresh m- s- samosas?
0: And he just he, he just he he just be doing it. It's just I'm bored. Right. Today's Friday, and I just felt like <laughs>
1: it's like I don't know.
0: Tiki masala with a with a red wine with, with, with grapes that I crushed with my own feet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's dope. All right, so Chaz. Yeah. Holla at us tell us where you're from, where I'm from, how you grew up, yeah, I'm interested in all that kind of stuff man yeah, it gives man. me it gives me context to the person you are now,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, so I grew up uh with two really great parents uh I grew up very like materialistically fortunate. that's beautiful, just um, financially blessed. My parents worked really hard for it. I grew up in New Jersey, yeah, uh, my dad played in the n b a for ten years oh wow, he uh Drafted to Philly Mm -hmm. Got traded to The Clippers on draft night Mm -hmm. And Played with the Knicks uh, For like in their Like glory years Yeah 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 yeah. And then um, Finished with the Spurs Uh, His name's Charles Smith Yeah My mom Lisa Smith um, she was the first BT's first live talk show host On Teen Summit Back in the early 90s
0: Did you ever watch that? Of course I yeah. did Are you kidding me? <laughs> early 90s That's yeah. my That's that's. I was a teenager
1: Yeah So she Yo was, This is crazy She was like crazy. Booking the guests And producing it and Doing script and everything Yeah she got, she got the job when she was 21
0: Nah That's fire Did she go to college? She did she, wow, graduated from, f-
1: she graduated from Temple
0: That's amazing bro Did she graduate early?
1: She Uh no, not early. She just started early. Okay. She did all four years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um she was just so focused.
0: That's uh, amazing, man. And yeah. got it right out of college. That's right the out of dream. College,
1: man. Like within a few months after she was in DC. Wow. It was it was wild. wow.
0: Wow, so, bro.
1: Yeah. My uh parents are just were able to accomplish a lot in their careers. I got one older brother with a different mom. He and then uh yeah, he lives in Phoenix now with his wife and son, just mm-hmm. turned one. Awesome. Ah, so oh, beautiful. Um, and I got two younger brothers. All mm-hmm. boys. Mm-hmm. So Christian, Chaz, Chase, Chandler. Nice. And then my father goes by Charles, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. My mom was like, when we were growing up, she'd go through every name in the list. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Oh, list. no. Yeah, I get it.
0: <laughs> I get it. Yeah.
1: Um, But yeah, I grew up in Jersey. Uh, played basketball all my life growing up. Mm-hmm. But always had a desire to go into entertainment in some sense. I didn't really know for sure that I wanted to do it until I was like 13. Mm-hmm. But... Kept kept playing basketball all the way through, like until the end of high school. And then I got on social media and did all that stuff. But yep. uh, grew up going to church. Going to church is one thing, but I, I really, I, I like looking back. I can see I really had a genuine relationship with God and a fear of the Lord from a young age. Mm-hmm. Um, but relationally, my understanding of my walk with Him was like I am more of a servant than a mm. son. Like mm-hmm. the the prodigal son story has blessed me so much. After over the past several years, like understanding that, yes, we are called to obedience and to serve the Lord and to please him and do right before him. But we're sons and daughters first. If For you're sure. in Christ, like you're loved first because of who you are in him, not what you do. Yes, and sir. Learning that has been, was, I didn't really, I didn't get that growing up. Mm. Very much. So uh, I, I definitely was a really, <laughs> at times, just overly judgmental, critical person. Yeah, in a lot of ways. Still like was loving, but other times I just like come down super hard on people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and just learn to walk in more grace and peace. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> for sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, uh, yeah. Older. Yeah. Um, that's like the quick backstory. You can yep. ask like specific questions.
0: No, well, I'm interested based on what you said. Mm-hmm. Um, what was it? What was that aware? Where did that awareness come from to even have that that reverential fear of the Lord?
1: Um, that's a good question. I don't think I've explored that enough myself, but I'd say one thing was just great, solid teaching. Yep, the church that I grew up in is still going strong today. Great. Um, but another like two other massive things. Uh, really like centered on this one thing: my mom's faith. And her walk was the biz- biggest example to me, along with like her mother. Yeah, my mom's side. Um, they just really exemplified and just raised me up to to read the word. And yeah, my, I think the the biggest impact that was like ever had on my life, I'd say, was my mom praying with me and my brothers every night before we go to sleep. And I'd be saying like the same prayer over and over. Yeah, again. yeah, 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 yeah. Like I had a prayer recited, but yeah. I would, I I would mean it in my heart genuinely. And I can see how those things are like, the Lord is answering a lot of those things even today. Wow. Um, but my mom's walk, her example and just being a praying woman. Yeah. Was, I I think she set the tone along with like the, the teaching in my church, um, for what it means to really have an awe of the Lord. Yeah. understand like he is, he's holy. Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah. That's beautiful. Hey, shout out the church, though. Mm-hmm. What's the name of the church?
1: Christ Church. Am I clear?
0: I love it, bro. Got,
1: and then another one, Rockaway. Uh, pastor David Ireland.
0: Okay. Oh! Yeah. You know him? Yeah, bro. Yeah. Are you kidding me? We yeah. did a conference in uh, Syracuse, okay, New York, um, a couple of years ago. Yeah. We didn't do the conference together. We were at the same conference. We have mm-hmm. a mutual friend and um, named John Carter, who's been a pastor up there for years. Abundant Life Church. Shout out Abundant Life. But Ireland is... A, a brilliant man, mm-hmm. and a, to say he's a solid Bible teacher is is an understatement, in my opinion. The dude, the dude's a beast. Yeah. So, nah, that's good stock you came from. Yeah, yeah, then, that's good stock.
1: The youth pastor. I still. I was literally just talking to him yesterday. Uh, Lionel King. He, yeah. He was, he was like, he's like a big brother to me.
0: That's real. awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Lionel King as well, man. No, dude, I'm telling you, when when you come from a good church, I I just let's honor him. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you know you got people. Like, talking and, and they've walked in integrity. Like yeah, this. bro, that's so important. Yeah, absolutely. It ain't no church split. We ain't talking about like, mm-hmm. y- you know. I say, hey, what's the name of the church? You ain't like, oh well, mm-hmm. we don't get into that. You know, some things has happened later in life that,
1: and and they've had like different, different issues have come up, but the way yeah. they've dealt with them when they've come up is in honor and integrity, just according to scripture. Like Jesus laid out the, the blueprint. That's exactly right. So yeah, yeah. No,
0: I, I that that's so commendable, man. And and to have. To have an anchor dropped in your soul at a young age is just a blessing. Mm-hmm. Like my mom and my dad were—I mean, I, I basically got the Pentecostal version of the Huxtables. Those, <laughs> those are my parents. My, my mom and my dad are a spirit-filled Cliff and Claire Huxtable. That's who they are. Like so, so. that's real. That's real talk. And so, um, all right. So that anchors in you, mm-hmm. and you play ball. Yeah, but. You, you know, there's something else that you feel drawn to or called to. Yeah, talk about that.
1: Yeah, man. Uh, So the school I went to, (laughs) we started in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. It was mandatory for us to have some involvement in school plays. Mm -hmm. Um, The first interesting, yeah, it was really dope. Yeah, the first play I was in in kindergarten was like it was a, a medley of Aesop's fables. Yep. And I don't even, I don't remember anything else from it, except <laughs> I, like, I think I had to dress up in a, a frog suit or something. I was some type of frog, I don't remember what it was. Yeah. But all I remember is when it was my turn for the line, I just remember waking up and everybody's laughing. i had fallen asleep on the stage.
0: <laughs> was just, the play that boring?
1: It was, I, I don't, <laughs> I might've not gotten enough sleep, you know, like being stressed out as a six year old. Just like that. Uh, I don't know, but I I remember... If I don't get these ribbit lines right, I'm going to ruin the whole show. Okay, no, this is just coming back to me now. There was a point in the play, whatever that was, it was like a long... For a little kid, it was a drawn-out scene at least three to five minutes long where we had to act like we were taking a nap. I'm a method actor. So... I just You down. went ahead and took that nap. I took the nap. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> that was you, the start of my entertainment. And period.
0: you probably boosted the whole play, that everybody, they really had to wake you up. Everybody
1: loved it. That <laughs> <was amazing. laughs>
0: That's hilarious. I just
1: remembered that right now. That's yeah. funny.
0: So you were in arts at yes. a very early age. Yeah. And yeah. Then
1: like a few years after that, in third grade, I got the lead role in a sc- or school's play for... Uh, it was Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. I was That's Willy my wife.
0: Wonka. That's my wife's favorite movie for real. of all time. That's what's up. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the original you. one. Uh huh. Yeah, with yeah, Gene Wilder, not yeah, yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp. I love Johnny Depp. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but Gene. Yeah. Champ.
1: But um, yeah. Just grew up doing like plays and stuff. Then once Photo Booth came out, yes. you know, Like Apple. Uh, my older brother and younger brothers. Like after school, we would come home and just mess around and make videos. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. All the time. That planted a seed, and then in seventh grade. For our capstone project, for our history class, we had to make a video with very specific instructions for the assignment. I kind of just, like, ignored all yeah. the important stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It went all in with the video. I had a bunch of fun. And then by the time I turned it in, I didn't even realize, like, my teacher was like, yo, you, you didn't really follow the instructions, but the video is great.
0: Wow, that's like hilarious.
1: It was, it was a group project. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah. I had so much fun doing stuff like that. But it wasn't until this one particular moment i had in seventh grade when uh i was running through the hallway i don't remember when it was might have been during a lunch break or something i can't really remember but in the hallway there was lockers on both sides lockers on both sides and um between some of the lockers there were like these nooks where you could sit down and just chill do homework talk to friends whatever and it was just me in the hallway and i saw this one girl sitting down by herself with her head down i ran past her i knew her we weren't really like close friends but I knew her well enough to, to recognize like, okay, she's not doing okay, and I paused for a second and decided to go back. So I was like, man, if I if I was in that situation, I probably want somebody to talk to me. Yeah. Sat down and asked her what was wrong, and she goes, uh, nothing, and I'm like, stop the cap, you, right, yeah, right, you know right, wrong, right, man. right, right. You look depressed. Yeah. And so um, I just told her like, hey, if you uh, clearly something's wrong, if you want to share, I'm here. You don't have to, but. I'd love to hear anything that you want to share. She took a breath and started opening up to me about all this stuff that she was going through. Again, I grew up very privileged.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: A really stable home. Yeah. Um, both parents very loving. Like, didn't really have much to worry about. Yeah, at all. For sure. Um, so she started talking to me about how she was dealing with depression issues with her parents. I think maybe even self harm something like that. I'm just like, whoa! I didn't even know people go through stuff like this. It's wow. This is new to me. Yeah. And so. Like, just something just welled up in me where I just shared, I, like, I made her laugh. I gave the best advice I could as a 12, 13-year-old kid. Yeah. And um, talked about the Lord with her. And after, like, within a couple of minutes, she's, like, getting up all joyful and, like, her whole mindset shifted and she's, like, skipping off. And I'm like, yo, what? What did I just do? <laughs> I don't know what that was, but whatever wow. it was, I want to do it for the rest of my life.
0: Wow.
1: Right? And so... Like being able to have conversations with people, make them smile, make them laugh, and ultimately point them to Jesus. And I didn't know what practical form that would take, yep. but I started praying about it. I literally um, started like asking the Lord to just do this through me in some way. Um, from
0: that age, all right. So let's slow down. Yeah. What the what? <laughs> what is happening? What, I I remember thirteen. This wasn't thirteen for me. <laughs> I remember being thirteen years old, Jazz. Uh, and I don't remember running down the hall being so self-aware and attuned to the plight of others that I'm moonwalking back and going, Hey, your countenance is falling. How may I assist you today?
1: What the what? Yeah. Again, good teaching, man. The scripture that had come to mind in that moment was I think second Corinthians two or second Corinthians 6 um, talking about comforting others yep. with the comforted comfort that we've been covered with. I'm like, I'm a really comfortable dude right now. Like, again, I don't have much to worry about. Like, I can, Galatians say, care about other people's burdens, you know? Um,
0: hey, yo, Pastor just, David and Pastor Lionel. Bro, they were on point. Hey. They were on point. Salute. You got a disciple <laughs> right here, fam. This dude right here, though? That's dope, bro. Yeah. At 13? Yeah.
1: And um, that was, that was wow. like it was compelling me to just want to help in that moment. Um, just simple, practical love, yeah, you know, and uh it ended up turning into much more,
0: yeah, all right, so you pray that prayer at thirteen. Mm-hmm. what is it supposed to look like- Wh- when do you start seeing that shape up?
1: yeah, oh, when did I start noticing it? yeah, it was yeah. I started I didn't start noticing it until after it started to shape up, I'd say when I was eighteen. Finishing my senior season of basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up I was at a I was at one school for the first two and a half years of high school and then transferred to another one that was like nationally ranked in basketball. I didn't really get much play at all. But
0: <laughs> I was on the team. You was on the team though. I was on the team. You was, was on there. the team. I was there. Yeah.
1: So uh, <laughs> I was there.
0: <laughs>
1: I was hey, I was going hard at practice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was I was warming Hey, you man. don't have to get ready <laughs> if you stay
0: ready. That For sure. Man. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, but I I transferred there because over my time playing basketball in middle school, AAU, high school, I kept coming to these moments where I just was like, I don't want to play anymore. Mm. And I'll tell my dad, and he he really wanted me to play, obviously, because you know, he took that path. He wanted me to go into entrepreneurship like him and all this stuff. And so I was doing that to just please him, because he mm-hmm. really wanted me to. But there kept com- I kept coming to these points where I was like, I just, I don't desire this. Is it because I'm not, I don't have enough work ethic? Is mm. it because I'm not good enough yet? And so I transferred to this other school because I thought like, oh, if I go to this school with greater competition, then that'll make me better. And maybe if I'm better, then I'm going to enjoy playing it. By the end of the, I transferred halfway through my junior year. By the end of the junior year, I was like, nah, I'm, I don't, I just don't want to do this. <laughs> I'm done, I don't want it. This ain't my it. life. I, I'm not. Nah, I'm not and then to think like going to play in college it is mm. a full time job it is for plus sure school
0: yeah it is absolutely correct
1: so I made the decision like all right i transferred here i'm mm-hmm. not gonna quit mm-hmm. i mean at least finish out my senior year yeah for was, sure there were so many there were very few moments where I really enjoyed being on the team Yeah, like being honest yep but I was like no nah, i'm not gonna Back out now, and, and so by the end of the ce- my senior year, I was so beyond done. Yep, I have this conversation with my dad. I'm like, I remember we're in the car, <laughs> we're in the car driving home. I remember the highway we were on, the exact part of the highway <laughs> when I said it. You and, remember the mile marker yes, that you had just I, rem- I remember the exit like vividly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I turned to him, I was like, "Hey, uh, I don't want to play basketball in college." And he was he was not happy with that. Yeah, 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 for sure. Not happy with it. Yeah. Because
0: uh, how many years did he play in the league? Ten. Yeah, he played a whole decade. Yeah, for yeah. sure. He
1: was he was out there for real. Yeah, for sure. Um
0: so He's a baller too.
1: He, he, he was. He started on every team. Yeah, that he was with. Which yeah. Was crazy. Dude. Yeah, absolutely. Most most dudes play for like what three four years. Yeah, for sure, out, and they, they out was, absolutely. Yeah. Um. So, he wasn't really with that. Mm-hmm. Um. But I I knew. I didn't wanna do it anymore. I got all this free time on my hands now. This app Vine had just come out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd just been scrolling and swiping through them for I was probably like a month or two. Finally in May, I decided to make my first one. And I was like, oh, that was really fun. And I was just I just kept making them. Yeah. And then within by the end of that summer, I I had started to really grow a following. I think I had like 50,000 followers at that time. I oh, made this Vine back then? Yeah. Sheesh. I, I made this one video where I was screaming about watermelon. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about it at the time. I didn't think it was going to blow up. I definitely wasn't thinking about the implications about a black man screaming about watermelon. Wait, um, <laughs> but people loved it. Uh-huh. And it just like took off. People still like quote it today. Wow. Uh, it was, that was like the start of it. I wasn't, yeah, yeah. so I wasn't. In my mind, I wanted to go into entertainment to go deeper with people, not yeah, yeah, just yeah. make them laugh in yep. six and a half seconds. Right, 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 for sure. So looking back after, that was going into college when I started on Vine, and it trickled over into Instagram, YouTube, and then TikTok after that. But it wasn't until after I graduated, four years later, after I got on Vine, I was like, yo, you, you're answering this prayer. Mm. Like, I have a platform to really be able to, you know, Speak to people about you, yeah, um, not that a follower account determines the, whether you can speak to somebody about the Lord and share the gospel, but
0: however, yeah, being it a, does mean you have a certain amount of people's attention right exactly yeah some pe- there's there so many people that like they think they try to dismiss a following mm-hmm. right, like it ain't all about followers, mm-hmm. that's because you ain't got none right the- The people that say that is because they ain't got nobody following them. Right. It ain't all about numbers. I'm out here speaking the truth. Well, only 11 people want to hear your version <laughs> of it. Maybe <laughs> the packaging is wrong. Maybe your tone is wrong, right? Right? So, because I agree, like, it ain't all about the follower count. Mm-hmm. And. The follower count actually says something. Mm-hmm. That's just not a number. Those numbers have names. Those names have souls. Mm-hmm. Those souls are paying attention for, to your content for a reason. Mm-hmm. What are you actually delivering right. to them? So he he was showing you through that following yeah. that you had a, that you had influence. Right. Yeah.
1: And it's crazy because I was literally just making people laugh, but there were times where, and I would I would like sprinkle the gospel in there at times as well, but there are certain points where I, I've, I've for a while, I was struggling with the idea that laughter is enough. Mm. Um, I think for certain people, you can think of it like a like on a spectrum. Maybe somebody's calling is to be eighty percent gospel, twenty percent comedy. Other people's twenty percent gospel, eighty percent comedy, and there's you know just yeah just different callings. Yeah. Um, for the longest time, I was questioning whether there was any value in making people laugh at all mm-hmm. but i didn't realize like until later i'm sharing the joy of the lord with people and there are literally times where people would be and i've I've heard this happen so many times where people were depressed thinking about self-harm or even ending their lives for sure and they come on my page and they like i've gotten dms like yo i totally decided not to do it life is worth it because you made me laugh like, what yes sir that's just crazy to me.
0: Absolutely. Please keep talking because yeah. that's that's good.
1: And what, so one issue that came up from that was like a savior complex. Like, oh, dang, if I'm not paying people to laugh, people are going to die. Like that was, yep. that
0: was something else that was difficult. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pressure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not coming from a place of, of rest. Of rest. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That becomes work yeah. and that work gets crazy. Mm-hmm. So Proverbs 17, 22. That's the one. A cheerful heart is good medicine. Mm-hmm. But a broken spirit saps a person's strength. Mm-hmm. We know in King James it says a merry a, a, a laughter do with good like a medicine. Mm-hmm. I I just think that um I like the I like where you went with that in terms of like focusing in on like the assignment. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me last week like do you think your podcast is going to get more into like breaking down the word of God and Bible study and all that kind of stuff. I was like, no, <laughs> like there's already a pod for that. And there's already like a church for that. And there's already an app called YouVersion for all of that. <laughs> like I'm like the basement is, is w- where people come to have a safe space to tell, tell their story it. and to talk. Right. And this is where we lab and collab to figure out how do we walk this out as believers, mm-hmm. right? If I'm called to, if I feel like at 13, i you know, I'm vicariously living through you right now. If at, <laughs> if at 13 years old, I feel like I want to help people for the rest of my life the way I just helped this young girl that I just saw running down the hall and backed up to talk to. Does that mean now I have to go to seminary? I got to go to DTS, graduate, figure out which church is about to die, join that church, you know, become the pastor of that church, mm-hmm. dig a hole in the trenches to, to, to bring it back from death. You know what I mean? Resurrected, run a revival, and then I would have done what I'm supposed to do from the Lord.
1: Sometimes that is the
0: case. It is. But that ain't everybody's case. Mm-hmm. And can we please be honest about the fact that 92 percent, I just made up a stat. Go with <laughs> it. 92 percent of the people that attend church don't work there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For everybody called to ministry, we all want we want you to plug in to groups and we want you to we want you to play a role in here. OK, so everybody. So if everybody signed up for tech arts. Is everybody going to get behind the camera? Is everybody going to be able to edit the social media? Is everybody going to become an assistant pastor on your staff? Is everybody going to be in the choir? Is everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like there's always a limit to the people that can be employed to say they're doing ministry full time. The rest of us have to go to work. Mm -hmm. So how do we live out our faith and I work at the checkout line at Whole Foods? By
1: being the church.
0: I know everybody listening is like, why did they go silent? They're checking their car right now. Like, I, I, did it pause? <laughs> no, I, dude, like, this is what I'm, this is what we do down here. Like, so no, this is not, the basement's not a devotional debate. No, we down here, we down here labbing on how we do life, mm-hmm. how, how how you navigate life as a creative. Mm-hmm. How you, you, you flipped a platform on Vine that had 50,000 people and rolled it over to Instagram and rolled it over to the TikTok. What's the calling look like? What's mm-hmm. the mandate look like? That's important. Yeah. Yeah. That's important. And even with that, there was a lot of
1: even like talking about calling laughter and all that. That's definitely one of my strengths. Mm-hmm. I think it's like evident. Mhm. But I I've never been satisfied just with making people laugh. And that's, that's where great. it gets into like the that's where it gets into, like, the uh, whole percentage thing. Yeah. Know, for, from the very jump, I said I wanted to go deep with people. Starting with, like, if laughter is, like, the the door, or, like, it lets people's guard down. That's right. Storytelling opens people up. That's right. And then there you're able to relate to people and share the gospel with them in a different way than street preaching, which is still a great thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, When you're not, you know. Not going to get into that. Anyway, um, (laughs) I was probably for most of my time on social media Mm -hmm. growing more and more dissatisfied just with making comedy content. I'm like, all right, I would post funny videos and then I'd go live and do a Bible study. Posting the videos became dissatisfying. Doing Bible studies, like, great. Talking, opening up the word, talking about a story in like a really fun and entertaining way. Um, from scripture, breaking it down, showing people Jesus in it, but then that didn't feel like my lane either. And so, at a certain point, like two years ago, I was praying. I was like, "Lord, how do I do both? Because I want to do both, not one or the other. Yep. Either one. This feels like it doesn't have. It's, it's just not quite my calling. This doesn't feel like it's quite my calling. But I know there's something in it. Like, how do I combine these two?
0: And, hey, can we slow down right there, though? Yeah, I think it's very, very interesting. Right? I'm, I'm so grateful. God, I'm so grateful for you. Because mo- most people that I've encountered that go down the lane of, like, I'm doing Bible studies or I feel called to preach or teach or whatever, they won't even form their lips to say, yeah, that wasn't me. Mm.
1: It took a while for me to get to that point.
0: Talk about that. I think I, I think you're going to help some people. Mm-hmm. I need to hear that.
1: Man, I love teaching so much. I really do. Yep, I love like, listening to solid teaching. Yep, I love being able to look at a story in scripture or like one of Paul's letters. And yeah, able, especially particularly the stories to be able to break it down and see like how the Lord is moving and everything. Yep, and just because storytelling is so powerful, Bruh. like if you make somebody laugh, you can affect them for a moment. But if you are able to tell them a story and relate to them, you can affect them for a lifetime. Uh huh, um, and that's. Essentially what Jesus did uh-huh. so much uh-huh. that's so, all he
0: that's all he did
1: man oh my gosh the greatest storyteller of all time literally like hands down there's no debate hands
0: down so
1: seeing him model that is like so okay let's get to the humor point like what you you're talking about um how i came to that realization where like okay just teaching is not me um one i just recognized that not only do I enjoy making people laugh? I think I have a pretty good ability to. Yeah, like that's I yeah. think that's a God-given gift to be yeah. able to take the joy that He fills me up with and exert that yeah. in a way that you know, it, in inspires other people into joy. Right. On the storytelling side, Jesus cracked jokes. I don't think it's very apparent in Scripture, based on how it's translated. You know, it originally in written in Hebrew Aramaic. Yep. In uh, in Greek, mm-hmm. and translated through. Oh, You know, we miss some cultural cues, mm-hmm. not only just by the fact that it's a book, right. but we weren't physically there. That's correct. There's one passage that I think is hilarious that people don't really like pick up on. Um, there's one, like when I read it, I was like, yo, he was, I feel like he was trying to crack a joke here. Yeah, it was yeah, when, yeah. Um, <laughs> talking about, like in Matthew 7, talking about judging people, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, he says, uh, don't. Like, like before you point out the spec in your. Wait, 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 wait. let me get the context first. Let me yeah, get the context. Yeah, so yeah. he's this is like where he's um, talking to a massive group of people
0: talking uh-huh. about adultery. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. About murder. It's a shotgun message. Talking about like, yeah, all this Five through seven right. is just. Yeah. Poof, poof, poof. He's just like, hitting all the topics. All this heavy stuff. Yeah, and people yeah. are
1: Locked in like. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. He's like skeet shooting. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 <laughs> like just blowing
1: people away, and it's like there's a heavy topic. Yeah. Right. Talking about like how dangerous sin is yep and then he gets to talking about judging people he's like before you look at the speck in your brother's eye take out the log in your own you're telling me people weren't laughing at that right yeah, that's right right grotesque hilarious yeah yeah yeah, yeah
0: for sure absolutely like that's i don't think he was just saying that for shock value yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah your man's witty
1: it's yeah and i think it's even if it wasn't a joke i think it's possible that it could have been yeah I think read in the right context. Read if you. I can imagine him saying that in a particular tone that would have had everybody cracking. Yeah, me, especially yeah. Especially yeah. like, and I think that's something that great comedians and storytellers are able to do. Yeah, is like walk that line of like heaviness and weight, and then Leavening. Like going right to yeah, comedy. Yeah, yeah, acting. for like sure. That's, that's a skill, and it really keeps people drawn in. Yep. and helps them understand the message that, that they're trying to tell. That's more. exactly right. So I fully believe Jesus had a sense of humor. Oh, especially for sure. If we are created in the image of God. And yeah, we all. I don't know anybody who doesn't like to laugh. Yeah. If that's a part of our character and that's a good thing, yeah. I believe God likes to laugh too. And if yep. Jesus is the full expression of God yep. in bodily form, yep. in him, the fullness of God was pleased to do. You gotta believe that yep. this dude loved cracking jokes. Oh, absolutely. Especially when he's telling stories. Absolutely. Like, so with all that, I'm like, there's definitely room for me to do both of these things in a holy God honoring way that presents the gospel to people in a genuine way that allows them to understand and see him in a different light um, or more fully Mm -hmm. that other just teachers might not be able to do, Mm -hmm. you know? So I think it just, over time it became clear to me as through conversations, praying about it, thinking about it. and hearing other messages, just reading scripture. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's it's a really, I think it's really cool.
0: Yeah. So you, you had to give yourself permission mm-hmm. to pivot.
1: That's a great way to put it. I think I'm still giving myself permission mm. to pivot. Honestly. Still? Yeah. Figuring out how to do it. Yeah. But I can see it much yep. more clearly than I could before.
0: Yep. So, so dude, thank you for elaborating on that a little bit. I really do think that's where the tension for a lot of guys and girls are in ministry, Mm -hmm. right? It's like this is the only path they've been given. Mm -hmm. You're a great communicator. You need to preach and teach. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. You're good with kids. We need you in children's ministry. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. You're good with youth and young adults. Oh, we need you to Mm -hmm. Oh, if you're not pastoring, at least serve or, you know, we're going to have you speak and we're going to have you officiate a service. We're going to have you do a transition Mm -hmm. and anything to keep that gift in the house, Mm -hmm. as opposed to telling people there's a gift for you to communicate. Mm -hmm. You need to pray and ask the Lord how he wants you to use that. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times the church winds up being this arbitrary recruiter Mm -hmm. of God's gifts. And they didn't even they didn't even pray about they didn't even pray and ask the Lord, what do I do with this gift? They just assume, oh, since you're here and you're that creative, you got to work here.
1: Yeah. I think there's a some massive discipleship deficit because I think part of discipleship, like discipleship is really like walking with people and teaching them how to walk out their life. If we all have a specific calling, then, you know, uh, I th- discipleship is not just meant for people within the church. It's like That's right. If you're walking with some Jesus, walked and ate and sat with people who... Did not really know who he was. He hadn't even fully revealed himself yet. That's but right. There were, all right. I'll, like, go to shift a little bit. Like in the early church, there were so many other people than just the apostles who were going out and spreading the gospel. There were people who were holding house churches. There were people who were, um, like there was a woman who was known for the like purple clothing that she yeah, did. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh huh. I don't remember. Um.
0: Um. Uh. I know who you're talking about. Or. Some yeah, there's there's like
1: so many different examples. Cornelius, yeah, dude, absolutely, like
0: Acts ten, yeah, and he he's a God fearing man, right? Yeah,
1: like he honored the Lord with prayers and all. Yeah, like there's so many different ways to present the gospel to people. If we are going to, there's so much I gotta say about this. Where do I even go? Okay, (laughs) (laughs) when the church started to become a business, E. coli, home or like just a building. When the definition started to change, because yeah. it's not a building, it's a gathering of a community of believers, which means it can really be anywhere. Church is great. Church is dope. A, like the activity, yeah, yeah. event of yeah, church yeah. can be a great slow
0: down. Event. Please say it again. The event. Yes. Sunday is an event. event. Yes. Let's call a spade a spade. Sunday is an event. Mm-hmm. It's a dope event. Mm-hmm. I like going to the event. Mm-hmm. That event ain't the church. Mm-hmm. It's an event.
1: Mm-hmm. The church is meant to move and not, and not just remain. Oh, all right. If I, f- I feel like because it's, I think there are a lot of people uh-huh. who go to church to be entertained uh-huh. rather than to be discipled. Uh-huh. Oh. You think there, that there are six other. There
0: are. Do you think that jazz? <laughs> a little bit. Maybe. Do you honestly think that? <laughs> he took the shoes
1: off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let
0: my feet breathe on that one. There are, there are 165
1: hours Ooh. outside of the vet of church Ooh. where we are supposed to be doing life, Ooh. where we where we just live our lives. Of course, like some, a lot of that is sleeping, but if we're not understanding that we are supposed to be a people, and that's what the church is, then We're not going to be effective or create change. We need people in schools. We need people in the government. We need people in entertainment. We need people in, like, just everywhere. We can't stay home. Coming home allows us to get recharged and refilled and to grow with one another. Like Gathering, don't neglect that. That's scripture. But if we're not going out, it's just like we're constantly eating and not exercising. It's going to get fat.
0: So, so I was, I was the lead pastor of a church called embassy city Mm -hmm. for seven years. God gave me, he downloaded a blueprint, right? Here's how I want you to do the church. I want you uh, to call it embassy city. I believe every church is an embassy. Ours just happened to be named embassy, right? Mm -hmm. An embassy is a representation of a sovereign state or nation on foreign soil. Mm -hmm. Right? So the U S embassy in China is actually the U.S. in China, Mm -hmm. right? You are in the year of the rat, okay? (laughs) And if it's Thanksgiving and you're in China walking around, you ain't gonna get a turkey, right? Mm -hmm. The moment they open the gate and you step across that U.S. embassy, you're now in America. Guess -hmm. what they gonna be celebrating?
1: Thanksgiving.
0: Thanksgiving, why? You are now still in a, in China, but you ain't of it. Mm-hmm. That's what an embassy is. Mm-hmm. Then what are ambassadors? Ambassadors are the representatives mm-hmm. for that embassy. Mm-hmm. A U.S. ambassador to China that never leaves their embassy would get fired. Mm. 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 Why? Because they're supposed to be actually outside of the embassy, establishing diplomatic relationships with the country they've been assigned to. Mm. So if they never leave the embassy, they're going to be replaced because mm-hmm. their their assignment is not to be in America, in China and only involve themselves with Americans. Mm-hmm. They need to go eat some dim sum. They need to go have a dumpling. They better learn Mandarin. Be fruitful. Cause how you gonna relate if you can't speak the language? But w- one of the things I see now, we can bounce back and forth on this for the next five and a half hours, okay? Because <laughs> one of the one of the things that I see that that has always bothered me about church is we 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 try to protect people from the world instead of equipping them to go be in it. Yeah so staying here is safe mm-hmm. you don't want to go out there because you could wind up fornicating oh y'all be careful it's rough out there in them streets the gays is out there the con the liberals are out there oh my god money is out there god god help if you get some money you could you could wind up in a in a crack house you you could wind up doing a line of coke CBD oil is everywhere. You might. The vaping stores are popping up everywhere. You could. It's so. It's so dangerous. Let's come back tomorrow, church, and and have a Bible study on Monday. And let's come back on Tuesday and have a choir rehearsal. And let's come back on Wednesday and go deeper in the Word. And on Thursday we're gonna have something for your kids. And on Friday, if it's supposed to equip people. So at Embassy City, we met on Sundays, and they asked us, "Are you gonna have any midweek stuff?" I said, "No." I ain't having nothing midweek.
1: Go find somebody else to do it.
0: What? Why? I thought you're not going to have, do you have a midweek Bible study? Do you have something? Uh, you, or start you, it yourself. Start it yourself. Hey, I'm equipping you on Sundays. I'm not rah rah you on Sundays. I'm like, eat this flesh, drink this blood. <laughs> you know what I mean? Die on this cross. I'm equipping you on Sunday, right? Why? So you can go out and be the ambassador. You're supposed to be Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then we'll re-up at the event on Sunday. We'll praise God for you know us making it another week. You know what I'm saying? As believers, we will celebrate our King of Kings and our Lord of Lords. And then what we doing after this? We are going right back out for another week, another six days, mm-hmm. to go interact with the world and actually be the body of Christ. Yeah. But how can you be the body of Christ if you in church four out of seven days a week? You're gonna be too tired. Yeah,
1: yeah. and there are, I think there are times too, or like just seasons of. Intense prayer and like really getting in with your group.
0: You know, Seasons
1: like, like uh, for Pentecost, they were praying for ten days straight. Hundred twenty people. Yeah, like, some hot, sweaty room. Yeah, there, absolutely. Right, ten days. Yeah, and then not a hundred. Yeah, in the early church, <laughs> they was coming and giving everything they had to, to be with each other, eat with each other. Yeah, they we were like inviting people there and then going out getting more people, and it was it was like a constant Bro, it a flow.
0: It was a flow of in and out. It was not. So, based on what you said, because I see everything in pictures, based on what you said, there's a lot of churches just holding people hostage. <laughs> Dang, you don't have a sermon, Pastor. You have a stick 'em up. Dang, he gasped. <laughs> it's a stick 'em up, and and and, and you know, and, and you know who, uh, you know how they disguise it. Come on, lift your hands for Jesus. <laughs>
1: nah, yeah, I, fool. You was a bad rapper for real. <laughs> That was a mark. I try to tell y'all, <laughs> try to tell you <laughs> some people don't appreciate it, but it is what it is,
0: but that's literally what it is. They guys, the hostage takeover as lift your hands for Jesus. But basically it should be saying, this is a stick up. Mm-hmm. Your life is defined by what I think your life should be defined as. Mm. So don't, don't go to another movie,
1: Dang.
0: right? This is the way you should behave during the week. This is the way you should think about culture. This is the way you should think about music. This is the way. with, And we don't let people just go out there, just teach the Bible, and then let the Holy Spirit convict people of sins. I remember being a young adult pastor, and uh, there was a girl at the church who I loved dearly, had a strong prophetic gift. She was African. Mm -hmm. Strong prophetic gift and and African. So we got (laughs) some aggression, right, (laughs) mixed with this – prophetic gift that she had and obviously she was sensitive very very sensitive to the spirit and and had a strong gift of discerning spirits Mm -hmm. and so she knew you know she could she just knew people wasn't living right and all this kind of stuff well she came to me and she was like i don't think you're i you know i i love and respect you but basically she was correcting me like Mm -hmm. i haven't heard you do an altar call Mm -hmm. and i just don't think people are getting saved Now, mind you, the young adult ministry over that period of time had grown by like a hundred people. And she was like, but I don't hear you doing altar calls. And I was like, do you think the altar call is the metric? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Because if the, if you think the altar call is the metric of people's salvation experience i'm not sure you've read the bible Mm -hmm. (laughs) all calls are important Mm -hmm. but if you think i have to do this every single week i don't think you understand how the church grew Mm -hmm. the church grew because the gospel was preached and souls were getting saved daily so what if our weekly experience is nothing more than just this marker for how seeds are being sown, how they are being watered and how God gets to increase. I don't think we could gross a hundred people in six months if the Holy Spirit wasn't involved. Mm. Cause this show ain't transfer growth. We meet on a Friday night at 7 PM in Dallas. Mm. They could be at clubs. They could be at the movies. They could be at strip clubs. They could be anywhere. They had, they had a young adult ministry on a Friday night? Mm-hmm. I think God's at work here. But if you think it has to meet this metric of bow your heads, close your eyes, what is the Holy Spirit saying to you right this minute? Nah, mm-hmm. oh, man, I'm sowing seed it, and then God gets the increase. Mm-hmm. And she, she was kind of frustrated, and she left. Mm. And then six months later, she came back, and the youth group had doubled. Mm. Young adult ministry had doubled, and she was like, I was real judgmental
2: because
0: mm. I was seeing how they were acting and I just thought they needed to get saved. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I could not even appreciate the fact that God was at work in that time and that God was working over the course of that time, as opposed to, I see your behavior right now and it needs to change tonight. Get to the altar.
1: Yeah.
0: It don't work like that.
1: Yeah, that's one of those things where I mentioned earlier, growing up, I was, like, super critical of people. Especially, like, uh, I I would think that once somebody's saved, they're immediately transformed. Like, leaving out the process of sanctification. There's, a, yeah. there's it, I think that's really hard for a lot of people to grasp. Not everybody is going to be... I, I just... Have not seen every like every person like super on fire immediately. Yeah, after coming to the Lord for sure. Um, I think, yeah, that's that's like, I th- I think the question that comes up in people's minds there, and he, like in and mine as well, is like, okay, wait, well, is the do they actually have the Holy Spirit,
2: mm.
1: or are they just not listening? Mm. Like, what exactly is going on here? How do yeah. you know? Because a believer should be bearing fruit and blah blah. blah, blah yeah, blah. for sure, but. I do think there are, t- and I've like seen it, heard playing testimonies where like, um, one friend of mine actually, he, he said he went on this, he, he grew up in the, the Baha'i belief system. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, and he went on this spiritual retreat, or something to some mountain range. I don't mm-hmm. know. He's up there by himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he said that he met a missionary there. A dude who just had a conversation with him. I think the missionary, like, Lord told him to go to this spot. Not no similar to, like, the old... uh, Crazy. Like, the Ethiopian... Yeah, yeah. ...Philip situation. Uh uh So he meets him there, and they have a conversation. The guy talks to him about Jesus and tells him to read either the book of Matthew or John. And he had started to believe in that moment. He'd even say he, like, started to turn away from the Baha'i faith at that point. And he was like, oh, hold on. Maybe Jesus is real. But it took him, like, three years for him to stop sleeping with his girlfriend, yeah. move out, break up with her. Yeah. Um, Stop doing X, Y, and Z. There's like, I think that is not the full expression of grace, but that's part of where God's grace comes in. Oh, like absolutely. His kindness leads us to repentance. That's it's right. not just like always a one single 180 degree turn. There's right. like a turning that happens. Of course, the Lord wants us to turn as soon as we can to yeah. hear the gospel. receive yeah. it. like that's, Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. But some people's hearts just need to be softened. and I, Minds need to be renewed. Absolutely time. correct.
0: Yeah. I, you, you know, you think about the, the disciples that were handpicked by Jesus. Mm-hmm. You follow me. Mm-hmm. He teaches them over three and a half years. Mm-hmm. They don't even get it till after he dies and comes back. Right. Like, oh, is that what you meant? Like, what? Mm-hmm. Like, I, okay, Jesus, you got Jesus in the flesh. Mm-hmm. Like, you're walking with him every day. Peter still denies him. Yeah. Thomas still doubts. <laughs> you know what I mean? John, who is the beloved and who we think, oh, he's the sweetest of them all because he actually laid on Jesus's chest. This dude was judgmental. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's some, there's some dude healing in your name, but he ain't with us. John, mm-hmm. do you actually think everybody got to be with us? Did you even hear what you just said? He's actually healing them and casting out demons in my name and it's working. Mm-hmm. Everybody ain't going to be with us. Well, that just broke up tribalism and denomination right there. Hmm. Everybody ain't got to believe like you for the Lord to be moving through them. Hmm. The Lord uses you one way. He uses me another way. He uses Chaz a different way. If you think we all supposed to be used the same way, then you you might want to go read what happened to John.
1: Even just the fact that there are all these letters in the new Testament, like more than half of it is Paul correcting the church and saying like, yo, y'all are believers. Oh, this is the biggest one. Revelation 2 and 3. Mm-hmm. Man, if that's not one of the scariest passages in all of... Yeah, whip it out. Whip it out. <laughs> Listen, bro. This... Like, our Lord said to, like, two churches talking about his people, his body. I love what you're doing in calling out false teachers, false apostles, walking in the truth. But... I have this against you. Wait a minute! What? Re- Whoa! Huh, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You've forgotten the love that you had at first. What? Another one. Uh, not the shot of DJ Khaled. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Another one. I, also, I did not even say that on purpose. Another one, though. Um, talking about the church, and I, th- I think, uh, talking about how love—the opposite, essentially—how loving and kind they were in serving people, but. I have this against you. You practice the teachings of Jezebel. What? And you're leading my
0: people into sexual immorality? Jesus is saying this. Then in red, fam. Jesus is saying this. It's red. Happens to be red. Right? I read it in red. So,
1: so, like, on both ends, we got, like, yes, there's, like, repentance is vital. Recognizing our sin is vital. But even the Lord knows that. We need to be told and led and instructed and corrected and sanctified. Like that's yeah, yeah go ahead. I'm a, bro. bruh, you cooking. I'm letting you right, cook. Let me, let me, <laughs> <laughs> I'm letting you no, cook, fam. I'm yeah. Like, so it's I think if Jesus if, if if we did not need to have grace for Repentance and for turning and for sanctification, then we never would have gotten that message from him because he would have been like, "Nope, you're not mine."
0: That's right. That's right. It's big facts. All right, so let me read this because it's just it just it's note it's noteworthy to read. This is Revelations chapter number two. I'm start from the first verse, reading from the New Living Translation. Uh, write this letter to the angel of the church in Ephesus. This is the message from the one who holds the seven stars in his right hand, the one who walks among the seven gold lampstands. I know all the things you do. I have seen your hard work and your patient endurance. I know you don't tolerate evil people. You have examined the claims of those who say they are apostles but are not. You have discovered they are liars. You have patiently suffered for me without quitting. But I have this complaint against you.
1: That's a big but.
0: A huge but. You don't love me or each other as you did at first. Look how far you have fallen. Turn back to me and do the works you did at first. Because when you first started, you wasn't making response videos. Oh, that doesn't say that. I'm so sorry. That didn't say that. That didn't say. It. That did not say that right there. It didn't say that right there. I'm. I'm so sorry. What it said was. If you don't repent, I will come and remove your lampstand from its place mm. among the churches. So so let me read, because uh, I have an NLT study Bible, and this mm. is a dope little note uh, mm. on, on 2-4. 2-4 is, but I have this complaint against you. Um, uh, when the church was first established, their love for Christ and for each other had been strong. Mm. Struggles with false teachers and persecution mm-hmm. had caused that original love to grow cold. Mm correct theology, action and even suffering are just an empty shell of christian life if dynamic love is absent. He said you're 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 theologically you're theologically correct and you're still you're still on my nerves right now.
1: Yo. Something with that one of my favorite passages in scripture, something that really helped me like get a better understanding of judgment because like okay first corinthians 5 talks about like yo we're supposed to judge the people in the church like we got to recognize like absolutely for sure absolutely but talking about that love piece um in luke 7 there's a story of a woman who like jesus was going to eat at uh this pharisee's house grabbing Mm -hmm. dinner and a woman comes in and starts washing his feet Mm -hmm. with her tears Mm -hmm. and her hair Mm Mm-hmm and
0: it's a very intimate moment yeah it's a very intimate For, moment
1: i'm not even gonna get into all the cultural oh yeah it's a very
0: in it. intimate moment
1: and so one of the fair the dude who invited him leans over he's like hey if you if he was really a prophet you know what kind of woman was touching her. like that's yeah so jesus turns to him he's like let me let me tell you something real quick let me, let me ask you a question so let's say a man owed somebody 500k another dude owes somebody 50k and they're both forgiven who you think's gonna be more thankful dude who owed 500 like that's a lot of money and then he tells him these words you have judged rightly
0: you've judged he was he was right you, you are correct it's hard that's right yep yep he it's took so an off. l yeah it was off so 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 that is my when you talk about first corinthians 5 what which is one of my favorite passages mm-hmm. right <laughs> Let me qualify that. First <laughs> uh, Corinthians five is only thirteen verses, and it addresses a dude that's sleeping with a stepmom. Mm-hmm. So, I, I'm, it's not one of my favorite verses because a dude's sleeping <laughs> with a stepmom. I just want to, just in case there's a Berean that goes and like First Corinthians, oh, what, what is Tim talking about? <laughs> let me let me explain why. Because this verse, the, I'm sorry, this chapter is actually the blueprint that I think the church skips over as it relates to. Who you should be focusing on? I don't think we would be picketing a gay parade. I don't think we would be picketing um, abortion clinics if we read that verse, because he goes on to say, uh, and I'll par no no. Thank you, Holy Spirit. I ain't paraphrasing nothing. Whip it out. Let me let me get this book out real quick. Hey, whip it out might be a, a meme we need to put on the uh, <laughs> oh, on no. the pod. I was. let's redeem whip it out I must say that might be just a little bit too dangerous (laughs) Tim no uh, no 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 no. no. I said stripping so we gonna say whip it out (laughs) I meant it in that whatever context and I I also meant it in a certain context but whatever so I wasn't even even thinking like anyway go ahead I wasn't thinking either so anyway uh, uh, 1st Corinthians chapter number 5 this is the second half okay Uh, you know what it's only 13 verses let's go we gonna get the whole thing right So this is uh, starting from the first verse. I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you. Something that even pagans don't do. Paul said, listen, I'm in Corinth. Sexual immorality is going all over the place. But y'all doing something in the church that even the Corinthians don't do on the street. And that's and
1: that's wild because. Like, the word pagan, that's not just for people who don't believe in anything. Those nah. are people who worship false gods. That's exactly like, right. This I is believe.
0: like a very hedonistic, sensual, devil-worshipping society. He said, y'all doing something in church they don't even do. Yeah. I am told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. And NLT tried to soften it up. He was boning his stepmom, fam. Okay? Okay. <laughs> All, all, all of y'all that's still addicted to Pornhub, that's all you watching, because that's number that's that's ranked one of the top five, uh 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 porn searches. types searches yeah. is some type of incestual thing. Hmm. So so um. You are so proud of yourselves, but you should be mourning in sorrow and shame, and you should remove this man from your fellowship. Even though I am not with you in spirit, I even though I'm not with you in person, I am with you in spirit. And as though I were there, I have already passed judgment on this man in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mm. You must call a meeting of the church, of the church. Mm. I will be present with you in spirit, and so will the power of our Lord Jesus. Then you must throw this man out and hand him over to Satan so that his sinful nature will be destroyed and he himself will be saved on the day the Lord returns. This particular verse, verse number five, is literally talking about excommunication of a believer. Mm-hmm. Under the right guidelines, communication is meant for that believer who's been expelled from the community to feel how far they are away from God. Yeah. yeah. If you are practicing this sin with no conviction of the Holy Spirit, and you can't feel that spiritually, vertically, then you need to feel it horizontally. Mm -hmm. So since you can't feel your disconnection from God, maybe you can feel this disconnection from the community.
1: After a meeting with the elders of the church. That's exactly
0: right. right? So so, uh, you're boasting about this is terrible. Don't you realize that this sin is like a little yeast that spreads through the whole batch of dough? Get rid of the old yeast by removing the wicked person from among you Then you will be like a fresh batch of dough made without yeast, which is what you really are. Christ, our Passover lamb, has been sacrificed for us. So let us celebrate the festival, not with the old bread of wickedness and evil, but with the new bread of sincerity and truth. Now, the nerd in me, ooh child, a nerd in me wants to deal with this whole unleavened bread thing because the Holy Spirit gave me a revelation on it. And I'll talk about it later. Verse 9 through 13 is about to cook. Mm -hmm. You have been warned. When I wrote you before, I told you not to associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. But I wasn't talking about unbelievers who indulge in sexual sin or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. You would have to leave this whole world. What we talked about earlier. We would have to leave the world to avoid people like that. Paul said, When I told you to stay away from people that are involved in this behavior, mm-hmm. you think I was talking about people that don't go to the church? They're born in sin. What do sinners do? They sin. Mm-hmm. What was y'all doing before you came into a relationship with Jesus? Sinning. He said, I meant that you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer, Dang. yet indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or worships idol or idols, or is abusive, or is a drunkard, or cheats people. Don't even eat with such people. Dang. I'm going to go slow here. It isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders. But it certainly is your responsibility to judge those inside the church mm-hmm. who are sinning, God will judge those on the outside, but as the scriptures say, you must remove the evil person from among you. Now, let me bring a little bit more context to this.
1: And I got a question after. Yeah, I'm for really, sure. really curious about go ahead.
0: Yep, so when he says, it's not our job, our job to judge outsiders, but it is your job to judge those inside the church. Well, whose church? The one you're a part of the community of. Because what you can't do is judge all churches. Because you're not a part of their community, nor do you have the relational equity to even speak to them. So, what Paul is saying is every church community needs to be governing those that are in their community. Why? You know who's in your community. Now, why you may have a larger church and may not know the goings on of every person that is in the church, if you find out, it is your assignment to go address the person that is in the practicing sin mm-hmm. that they're trying to keep secret. But what do we do? What, what do we see a lot of the church do? Try to correct the actions of unbelievers. And got a whole whorehouse inside their church that they haven't even checked. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to me. You haven't told your worship leader to sit down. Mm. He done bone the whole soprano section. Dang. But you want to go pray at the Capitol. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out where the priorities are,
1: <laughs> so the question with that I have is after reading this chapter and then after talking about what we were talking about before with like process, mm-hmm. where do those two meet in unison because like if we are called and responsible for judging the people in our community, mm-hmm. seeing that we're all walking in um holiness and purity and righteousness, but then there's a lot of people who are. I guess we could say in process. Yeah. I don't even know if I really like that phrase.
0: Yeah, I understand.
1: But yeah, I think you understand where I'm getting at. Like, well, how does, if there's anything I said that was untrue in that, like, let me know. But No, 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 like, absolutely not. I, I'm, I'm just like, after reading this, I'm trying to figure out like, okay, how do, I think the passage says enough, I guess, but how do we handle it when there are people who are genuinely believers but are not? Just walking in full convictions. Just, is just—is it just like there are a lot
0: of people that we need to excommunicate, or? Well, 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 I think there's a difference between struggling with something and outright practicing something with no repentance, mm-hmm. right? So, if some—I was a young adult pastor for four years, right? I'm dealing with people mid twenties, horny all the time. That's who I was dealing with. Mm-hmm. The majority of them are single. And I'm dealing with people that want to be married and the majority of them have already had sexual encounters. Mm-hmm. So now they're trying to get that flesh under control after they've trained their bodies out in a different way for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't tell you how many times I was in an office with a male or a female. And they're crying, Pastor, I fail. Mm-hmm. And I let my boyfriend spend the night and one thing led to another. And the next thing you know, and I always tell them, one thing don't lead to another, and ain't no next thing you know. A Mm -hmm. penis went in a vagina. Mm -hmm. That that's that you can get next thing you know, you can get shot. But the next thing you know, you can't be having sex. Mm -hmm. So so let's break down and slow down. How did you put yourself in this situation? Mm -hmm. Right? Now that's conviction Mm -hmm. of a person. They came to me. I didn't find out about it. They they came to me. Mm -hmm. Whereas I have other situations where I might have a person in leadership and I find out yo you have been knowingly having sex with this person and you have no conviction about it mm-hmm. I find out about it I don't find out about it first you don't come to me I find out about it it's out there yeah I got to deal with you in a certain way I got to sit you down and i got to ask myself i got to ask you the question is this something you're struggling with or is this just a lifestyle for you because if if this is a lifestyle for you then you need to make a decision how you want to be in this community because i got people that are genuinely broken over their behavior doing the same thing you're doing and you seem to not be convicted by it at all Mm -hmm. so having that type of conversation and addressing them one-on-one that's the way that's supposed to happen and give them the opportunity to say my bad, I didn't even know how to say it, I didn't even know how to deal with the situation, but as you said, you right. Or if they're gonna be like, yeah, nah, I'm, and? Mm-hmm. I think the reason why this dude got kicked out of the community, mm-hmm. because when they addressed him, he was like, I love her. Well, you gotta go now, fam. You, you can't be sleeping with your dad. Your da- this is a direct violation to Leviticus 18. And we do understand that even in New Testament, all sexual immorality that is spoken by in the New Testament all goes back to Leviticus eighteen, mm-hmm. a verse that we want to stay away from because it's a one verse that says about homosexuality, but we never bring up bestiality and the fact that the other seventeen verses is about heterosexual sex.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: We 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 don't like tension,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and so we kind of smooth stuff over, and it's like, nah, you don't get to smooth that over when it's an overt sin. That becomes identified in the community, it has to be addressed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, how would you or have you handled people who are not in leadership, who are coming to and being a part of the community, mm-hmm. saying, like, oh, yeah, I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I raised my hand, I did the whole prayer thing, mm-hmm. and just not living like it at all? Like, it, I feel like that gives a really clear blueprint. I just, I've not seen that modeled probably at all mm-hmm. in the modern American church. And I also think that's a major reason why a lot of people just don't give Jesus a chance or don't take us as believers seriously because yep. so many people claim to be believers Yeah, are not living like it.
0: Yeah. So, so we had a situation and this is still under, this was still under my watch as lead pastor of embassy city, where there was a guy within our community, uh, in a small group. Mm hmm not in leadership, just in a small group. Mm -hmm. And um, he was showing pictures to uh, another person in the small group. And as he was swiping through, there were several pictures of him with another guy. Mm -hmm. And so the person in the community asked him like, hey, um, wanna explain those pictures? And the dude was like, oh yeah, straight up. I'm gay. Like, and that's who the Lord made me. And and I'm single right now, but um I'm I'm praying that the Lord sends me a mate. That's a man, and I'm gonna get married. And yeah, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, oh, okay. So that went up to the oversight over that particular group mm-hmm. and said, hey, this dude has said that this is who he is and how he is and how he wants to live his life. Okay, mm-hmm. cool. So we had to talk, uh, they had to talk with that individual and the individual read up and said, Oh yeah, for sure. Like, mm. um, I know I, I've heard Tim's teachings. I know where he stands on this. I know where the whole church stands, but this is just me. Mm. And if this is going to be a problem, then I'll leave mm. and I'll leave quietly and gracefully. And y'all have been good in the whole nine, but no, this is directly who I am. We politely asked him to leave. And he did, we can't, we're not responsible for, for, for what we don't know. Mm -hmm. We are responsible for what we do know. Mm -hmm. And I I just think that most people, we are, I think church discipline has been done so poorly that we've swung the pendulum to the other side instead of staying in the middle to the point that we don't want to do church discipline at all yeah. because we don't want no smoke and we don't want, oh my goodness, what if they, I don't want them to think that we're judging them. No, we shall know them by their fruits. Mm-hmm. Judgment has to do with the last day. Jesus, God is only responsible for that, right? The judgment. But when we're talking about what most people think, you can't judge me, only God can judge me. We're not talking about where your eternal soul is going to live forever. We are talking about fruit inspection.
2: Yeah,
0: And we shall know you by your fruit. And if you tell me that you are not a duck, but you walk like a duck and quack like a duck and fly south for the winter like a duck, you probably a duck. Mm-hmm. And if you're not a duck, you have such duck-like behavior that we have to investigate what the duck is going on. Fuffering fuck attack. <laughs> so that's my- Wait, that-,
1: that, was, that wasn't Daffy. That was Sylvester. <laughs>
0: It was, carry uh, on, carry but, on. but it was still. You was close. Sorry, I, I was, got it. Yeah, that, it was close.
1: Oh, does Daffy have a, a catchphrase?
0: Does he? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You, yeah. you, was, you was going off. I'm sure Daffy says "suffering succotash" a a time or two as well. Yeah. So, so I, I just feel like church discipline has always been like a, a point of contention for people. Again, we, we can't we can't enforce what we don't know. Mm-hmm. But once it's brought to our attention, we have a responsibility to confront the person in love to say hey what's going on here mm-hmm. now here is where i think we got to hold some tension because we are always going after sex mm-hmm. that's like the only thing we hunt for and we got narcissists and liars and people with pride mm-hmm. <laughs> and arrogance and people that can't be submitted to authority and all these other heart issues that go on too it seems like The only thing, and and Paul has so much to say about pride and arrogance and haughtiness. And the scriptures have something to say about that as well. As a matter of fact. Round three. Round three of the Bible is real. (laughs) (laughs) Round three. Fight. (laughs) Are you kick? All right. So Proverbs 6, verses 16 through 19. There are six things the Lord hates. No, seven things he detests. Homosexuality. Oh, that ain't even that ain't even the first thing. <laughs> it don't even make this list. Haughty eyes, a lying tongue, hands that kill the innocent, a heart that plots evil, feet that race to do wrong, a false witness who pours out lies. A person who sorts discord in a family. I'm gonna let that marinate real quick, because there's a lot of people out here, like Jesus talked about in Corinthians uh, in uh in Revelation, that think they're like, I need to be a deputy for Jesus. Hmm. I need to go correct all the false teachers, and the Lord's like, you're actually sowing discord in my family. And you need to get back to your first love. I didn't say the way that the world was going to know that you're my disciples is how good you argue with each other. Debate each other. Correct each other. I said they'll know you're my disciples for the love that you have for one another. Mm -hmm. Now, within a loving relationship and a family, can you have disagreements? Absolutely. But Discord. That's an app we don't want to be a part of.
1: <laughs> How? But what about in the cases that there are, like, because I've I, I've witnessed some false teachers. Oh, for sure, absolutely. In the cases that there are, like, talking about everybody has a different calling. What if there are? Would you do you think it's possible that there are people who are called to call out false teachers for the sake of the body? So I know that's. that's Definitely something that Jesus cares about.
0: Oh, absolutely correct. What I would say, and I'm early on in this landscape, so I don't, you know what I mean? I, from my from my vantage point, it would seem like this individual, whoever these individuals would be are playing whack-a-mole. Mm. I would be... I would be very outspoken against a false teacher in my community. Mm -hmm. Like, like I I oversee a church. uh, uh, I won't be too specific. I'll generalize. I I oversee a church in the Midwest who had a uh, satellite campus pastor who got a hold of Joseph Prince's book and started teaching grace in a way that was very, very, Dangerous. Dangerous. It was just downright dangerous, and um, essentially, when confronted about his teachings, um, he decided to leave the church. But he split the church, hmm. and um, uh, uh, the 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 person that I uh helped to oversee the church with was like you know, I don't want any beef. So I, you know, I just blessed them and let them go. And I was like, you can't bless cancer. Mm. Take your blessing back. Matthew 18, whatever you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. That ain't talking about promises of God and you know, Bentley's raining down from heaven and all this kind of stuff and name it and claim it. That, 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 that statement is still within the context of correcting a believer. Mm. You already went to him privately. Then you went to him, and then, now I got up to the elders. Now I got up to an apostolic level. We not blessing cancer. Mm-hmm. Heaven is waiting for us to render our decision on this individual. And if we bind it, heaven binds it. And if we loose it, heaven looses it. We're not going to bless cancer because all cancer will do is metastasize, spread, and kill others. Leaven, yeast. That yeast, a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. So we don't want to. We don't want to do that. So as it relates to the community cuz I'm all about what can you actually control? Mm-hmm. Right? So a person that speaks out against a false teacher, does it stop that person from being a sp- false teacher? Mm-hmm. I mean, you can spotlight it, mm-hmm. but are you stopping it? Mm-hmm. I think the I I think the own the 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 most effective way. I'm not saying there's no effect. Maybe highlighting <laughs> helps somebody go, "Oh, I didn't know he was a false teacher until I saw this video and now I feel better. Okay. That, that could be the case. Mm -hmm. I think the most practical wisdom is somebody within that particular denomination, organization, church or whatever, if there's any, and then we got to get into something else. Uh, uh, I'll bring it up after I make this point. If they have any oversight or any, any connection apostolically, somebody should be pulling their card and going, Hey, Mm -hmm. you've gone too far take that back repent in front of the whole church or or, or whatever right outside of that i just think it's i think it's futile Mm. to just keep speaking at it and it's not gonna make that person they ain't gonna even see it they're gonna just keep doing more right with that said let's also acknowledge there's a lot of bastards out here Mm -hmm. no fathers Churches that were started and you can't be traced back to nobody. Yeah. Let's not forget that this has not changed the law of laying on of hands. Mm-hmm. Who can you be traced back to? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Who sent you out here? Who commissioned you and sent you to go plant this church? A lot of these people don't have dads, mm-hmm. don't have spiritual fathers. Has no, And whether it's denominational or non-denominational, you can't trace them back to nobody. Yeah. That's just a splinter cell. Mm-hmm. Those are dangerous. But if it's not even within my region or something that's gonna influence my church, I'm not gonna send out a bolo mm-hmm. for somebody to be out on the lookout for somebody that's not even on our radar. Yeah. They're not gonna even get close to my community. I'm not I'm not gonna talk about somebody I'm not gonna highlight a restaurant that that serves uh uh that 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 eighty people have been food poisoned by and it ain't even in my state. Y'all don't, y'all don't go to Denver and eat at Denny's because them pancakes are poisonous. Well, we live in Texas. If I find out that, some, that somebody's like, hey, pastor, we're moving to Denver, I'm going to be like, hey, yeah. watch out for her. Mm-hmm. But what I'm not going to do is get up and preach a whole sermon about a restaurant in Denny's <laughs> that has food poisoning. Yeah. I think the church is in Denver. Should be telling they people be on the lookout. Yeah, but there's 330 million people in this country alone. Yeah, why would I keep drawing attention to somebody that's not even in my region? So that's my thought on it. Mm.
1: That's interesting. Um, it makes me think, like, in the context of Jesus talking to the churches in Revelation, social media didn't exist. Correct. So it makes me think like, does it play a role? Just the fact that people can, ah, here's that that thing again about church being an event, like people mm-hmm. can be taught online. I don't know, I think it's, it's a lot. I guess going by conviction is always something great. Sometimes it's practical, like, oh, I I don't
0: really know what to think about it, honestly. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Well, to to the point of Revelation, though, right? Yeah. To the churches in Thyatira. Uh To the churches in Uh, Ephesus. Yeah. To the churches in... He's speaking to regions. Mm -hmm. He wasn't saying something to one church. He put the whole region on notice. Right. So to me, I'm like, hey, let, let, let that be kind of a guide on how you're gonna address these people,
2: mm-hmm.
0: right? Like like all the Ephesians got this warning. All the people in Philippi got this warning, mm-hmm. right? Or Philadelphia, all the people in Philadelphia got this warning. I just think it's it's a, and social media adds a, a completely different, yeah, it means- it, it's a completely different layer, mm-hmm. but even in the social media landscape, hi- highlighting like, who you think is a false teacher, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Compared to who somebody else thinks is a false teacher, it's it's just muddy. Mm-hmm. The landscape is just really, really muddy. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the thought of somebody taking...
1: you are making a ministry out of it.
0: That that seems, I mean, if I could find it, I'm I'm big on precedent. Like if I find something in scripture, I, I can run with it all day. But I'm like, where's the precedent for that being a whole ministry? Can I add something here, please? Yeah,
3: go ahead. Um, because I'm I'm seeing it as well, and it's like these letters were written to this church. Mm-hmm. He didn't go stand in the public square. And hope that they heard it. No. So in my head, it's like the social media aspect, that's like the public square. That's very public. Mm. These were directed. And like so I don't I don't think that the public square is where you do this, mm. where you correct it. It's 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 not it's a wasted letter if it's to everyone and you hope that the person that needs to hear it has to hear it, you mm. know? That's my that's my take on it.
0: Yeah, it's hard to deliver mail to a whole city. Yeah. Like you have to have a specific address. Right? You just can't send nothing to a PO box and be like first person that walks in, give it to, give them this box. Yeah. You know what I mean? Again, I think the landscape is it's really muddy and murky and I think everybody's trying the best they can. Mm-hmm. This I I don't think you know, every time I've been asked the last several weeks, you, you know, like do you think these people coming after you are haters or you being persecuted? No, I don't think they're haters. First of all, I don't know them to know if they're hating. They might be like genuinely passionate mm-hmm. about what they believe, and I respect that. Um I'm I'm definitely not being persecuted. We've already crossed that off the list. The other thing though is I have people in my life that I'm submitted to. Mm-hmm. And if they ever have a problem with me, they can yank my chain Mm -hmm. instantaneously. When this last round came out, I called them all up and said, hey, bro, here's what I said. I'm open to your correction, discipline, whatever you want to give me. They were like. Stop. (laughs) I was like, "Okay, but I'm submitted to authority. And if you think I've gone too far, I'm not a rogue podcasting dude that ain't got no submission to I'm not a pastor anymore I can say whatever I want now no I'm still submitted to people Mm -hmm. and they can still call me and be like hey bro my wife my wife told me about two clips that we put out she was like I don't like those two Mm -hmm. we took them down so I'm submitted to my wife I'm submitted to my kids if they ever see something I'm submitted to my I still got my same pastors ain't nothing changed you know what I mean Mm -hmm. um and I and I got friends that'll tell me hey explain this to me but but I'm open to that. Yeah. I don't know if but I live in community. Yeah. I live in community. I just don't think there is anything Here's what Paul said. Paul said in Corinthians, "Hey, I know that there's some super apostles out there that yeah. try to say that my apostolic ministry is invalid." They don't they're out there preaching their stuff. Whatever, man. At least the gospel's being preached. Then what is his writing to Timothy and Titus? Beware of these false teachers. Right. Who is he talking to? Tim, yo, hey, oh, Tim, I'm sending you to Ephesus. Beware of these false teachers. Mm-hmm. Then he tells them this. Since they're false, I'm implying this because it doesn't make this direct link, but it's strongly implied since they're false, Timmy, don't get into endless debates in genealogies and gender strife.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You ain't gonna win. That's how I'm interpreting it. Mm. Right. Don't don't get into it with them. They don't want the truth. Right. They got itching ears.
2: Mm.
0: Uh, first First Timothy four one uh, in the latter. I, I got it memorizing King James. But in the latter time, some shall depart from now the spirit speak. To, thank you, Holy Spirit. Now the spirit speaketh expressly. King James says that, uh, that in the latter time, in the latter days, there shall be uh, some. Um, That give heed to seducing spirits and doctrines of devils, Mm -hmm. having their conscience seared with the hot iron. Mm. That's that's King James. He's like, be on the lookout for these people. Mm -hmm. But don't get into arguments with them Mm -hmm. because you ain't going to win. They already feel like they feel. I want you to know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> and I want you to teach the truth. Yeah. And if you teach the truth, I, I always use this example uh I used to use this example with with Embassy City. How did I as a lead pastor come against false teaching? I just kept teaching truth. Like handing out uh $20 bills for those that work in the FBI counterfeit division. What do they leave them with for about 4 months? The real mm-hmm. the real money.
1: Yeah, they can spot the fake ones
0: you leave people with the truth long enough, they can spot a fake. Mm-hmm. They, it's just like, and it's like, mm-mm, that, mm-mm. And, and, and when you've been around the truth so so much, even if that counterfeit is really, really good, the feel and the touch and something about it, they'll be like, I don't know it's what it off. is about this one. Something's just off with this one. Yeah. I don't know what it is yet. The ink look right and the weight seems right and the texture and stuff, but something's just off. And they'll come back and say, you right, mm-hmm. that one's off. So, so I'm holding all of that as I'm kind of navigating this season of my life. Cause I'm like, it's just very interesting what people are drawn to or what they feel compelled to do right now. Mm-hmm. I, I, I believe there should be, th- th- we got writings against false teachers. Mm-hmm. They don't name them. Hmm. Hmm. Again, I'm just looking for precedent. Hmm. The false teachers aren't named. They're warned that there are false teachers, but they're not actually named. And Paul does name some people that he confronted, but he had all, he had personal relationships with all those guys. Uh So Demas, Alexander, the coppersmith, Hermogenes, Philetus, Phrygia. He, he opposed Peter to his face in Galatians two. I don't see where he's like, hey, yo, Derek is this false teacher in Corinth, fam. Y'all don't need to listen to that fool. No mo. Derek is tripping. You know where he, uh. he, 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 all, he, his churches are off uh, near that bathhouse. Don't y'all go down there because Derek, the false teacher, is doing too much. Dang. He just, he just says, be on the lookout for these false teachers. Dude. They're going to have these characteristics. Uh-huh. He, and he's not the only one that does it. Peter does it too. Then we're gonna pivot from this. Okay. (laughs) Peter, Jude. Uh Peter and Jude talk about this, but Peter, Peter's is is something. Mm -hmm. Peter's got me shook. So this is second Peter.
1: That's that's real. I never thought about that. Like, yeah, they don't really name anybody.
0: They don't name them. They just talk they talk to you about their behavior. It's very interesting. Yeah. So they kind of give you a checklist and then go, mm-hmm. go, go make this checklist. Yeah. So I'm gonna read this. I think I read this on another pod, but y'all about to get this work. <laughs> um so this is this is uh this is Second Peter chapter number two. But there are also frost prophets, in, but they were but there were also frost prophets in Israel. Because he's talking about false prophets here and now, right? Mm-hmm. There were also frost prophets in Israel, just as there will be false teachers among you. Mm. I'm about to read this and you tell me, did he write this over 2000 years ago or did he write this last Tuesday? (laughs) Okay. They will cleverly teach destructive heresies and even deny the master who bought them in this way. They will bring sudden destruction among themselves. Many will follow their evil teaching and shameful immorality. And because of these teachers, the way of truth will be slandered in their greed. They will make up clever lies to get hold of your money. But God condemned them long ago and their destruction will not be delayed Man. for God did not spare even the angels who sinned. He threw them into hell in gloomy pits of darkness where they are being held until the day of judgment. And God did not spare the ancient world except for Noah and the seven Dang. others uh, in his family. Noah warned the world of God's righteous judgment. So God protected Noah mm-hmm. when he destroyed the world of ungodly people with a vast flood. Later, God condemned the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah and turned them into heaps of ashes. He made them an example of what will happen to ungodly people. But God also rescued Lot out of Sodom because he was a righteous man who was sick of the shameful immorality of the wicked people around him. Yes, Almost like it was so shocking that he said Lot was righteous and he knew people would be thinking Lot was righteous. Yes, Lot was a righteous man who was tormented in his soul by the wickedness he saw and heard day after day. So you see, the Lord knows how to rescue godly people from their trials, even while keeping the wicked under punishment until the day of final judgment. He is especially hard on those who follow their own twisted sexual desire and who despise authority. These people are proud and arrogant, daring even to scoff at supernatural beings without so much as trembling. But the angels who are far greater in power and strength do not dare bring from the Lord a charge of blasphemy against the supernatural beings. These false teachers are like unthinking animals. Creatures of instinct born to be caught and destroyed. They scoff at things they do not understand and like animals, they will be destroyed. Their destruction is their reward for the harm they have done. They love to indulge in evil pleasures in broad daylight. They are a disgrace and a stain among you. They delight in deception, even as they eat with you in your fellowship meals. They commit adultery with their eyes and their desire for sin is never satisfied. They lure unstable people into sin and they will. They are well-trained in greed. They live under God's curse. They have wandered off the right road and followed the footsteps of Balaam, son of Beor, who loved to earn money by doing wrong. (laughs) but Balaam was stopped uh, from his mad course when his donkey rebuked him with the human voice these people are as useless as dried up springs or as a mist blown away by the wind they are doomed to blackest darkness they brag about themselves with empty foolish boasting with an appeal to twisted twisted sexual desires they lure back into sin those who have barely escaped from a lifestyle of deception they promise freedom but they themselves are slaves of sin and corruption for you are a slave to whatever controls you and when people escape from the wickedness of the world by knowing our lord and savior jesus christ and then get tangled up and enslaved by sin again they are worse off than before it would be better if they had never known the way of righteousness than to know it and then reject the command they were given to live a holy life they prove the truth of this proverb a dog returns to its vomit and another says a washed pig returns to the mud boom whose name was called huh? nobody <laughs> now here's here, here oh, i've been in ministry for almost 30 years i'll, I'll be 48 this year Dang. By, the, by the time Sorry, <laughs> Hey, Chaz, that. why that, did you say it like that? that. <laughs> say, say it like what? What
1: do you mean? Hey,
0: man, I saw, no, no, no. I, I, I saw the way you said that. It was said, like you take, took a shot at my age. I said, dang. No, no, wow. you didn't say it like that. You know how you said it. I was like, wow, he's mature. No, 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 no. you saying I'm old. you saying I'm old, Chaz. That's what you're saying. Okay. All right, so Peep Game. I've been in church a long time. A long time. I know some pastors right now that don't have a past. They have a present. Mm. I know them by name. Mm -hmm. I know who they are. I know their ministries. Still going strong. Mm -hmm. And they got side chicks and side dudes. They got side babies. I know them by, I know who they are. I'll never say their names, Mm -hmm. but I can talk about the behavior. And i can tell people be on the lookout for this behavior god will judge them that's what peter is saying these dudes don't they're like unthinking animals (laughs) they're already going to hell man whatever they think they're doing right now ain't gonna last peter's like you think i'm gonna bring up their name i'ma list this behavior you run into this behavior run for your life There's a level of diplomacy in there that we don't even touch. Why? I'm not about to sow discord. And if they change their lifestyle, praise God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't want somebody who still has a chance to repent, to be painted one way and then get convicted by the Holy Spirit and I'm going to leave a library of videos Talking down about a person? Hmm. When the person ain't the issue, it's the spirit behind the person? Hmm. That's where
1: my conviction is. Dang. I have nothing else to say.
0: That's where I am on it.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's real. Yeah. I, I... that I hope that passage hit some people too. Yeah. It hit me. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, man.
0: Yeah. And 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 bro, th- that's what governs me. Mm-hmm. That's what governs me. I've been in ministry too long. I have seen so much with my own eyes. Stuff that has been heartbreaking. Stuff that has been difficult to even I've gone back and asked the Lord, how is how they still. How they still doing it? How they still alive? You love them? Mm. Do you know what they doing? And the Lord's like, "Yep." Mm. Go to bed. <laughs> but you gonna let them? Are you gonna let them? Tim, go to bed. Mm. I remember one day because because I've been Peter before, right? I yep. grew, I I, kinda, I had your 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 arc, when I first got saved, I was very legalistic. Everybody's about to go to hell, including me. I like, you gonna bust hell wide open, and I am too. We both gonna go together, right? <laughs> and and then obviously my own brokenness and frailties and the process the Lord was taking me through mm-hmm. and the grace he was showing me softened my heart and made me first give myself, some I wasn't giving myself grace. Yep. That's why I couldn't give it to nobody else. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep, yep, I was too hard on me. The. the the Lord was like, bro, my blood is <laughs> still efficacious enough <laughs> for you and everybody else. Why don't you calm down? And I'm like, oh, man, I'm, I'm different as a result of that. But, bro, I started to calm down. But I went through a, 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 a season where I was really hurt, and, um, and I'm calling out people by name me Mm -hmm. like not online or nothing like that but i'm like that person that person that person i can't believe they still got an itinerary i can't believe they churches are still packed and i can't believe they're doing all this they're doing all this and and lord and i'm over here trying to serve you and they over there and and i'm just going off and he let me go off in my devotion time i wasn't even like connecting with him i'm in there griping i didn't even read the bible i was just getting dear lord that (laughs) i'm going off and then the holy spirit was like are you done?
1: I'm like, yeah, I think so.
0: <laughs> he said, I'm going to ask you one question. He said, um, based on what you know about these individuals that you're so mad at, when you put your head on the pillow at night to go to sleep and they put their head on the pillow at night to go to sleep, who you think gets to sleep faster? I said, I know, I, I know it's me. I said that with pride too. there was no humility at all i I know it's me he said then shut up Hmm. exactly what he said to me he said shut up and i said okay they're restless it looks successful on the outside but you if you have sexual twisted desires and you scheming people for their money you don't sleep peacefully at night no soul no soul could sleep peacefully under those conditions so why it might have an external look of success internally there's a lot of torment and i think that we just do ourselves a disservice to be utterly consumed with people who are already under god's judgment mm. wow and so what do i want to do as a believer who believes the truth of the, this word mm-hmm. and who believes that we should be discipling people who believes that we should create safe space for us to be able to figure out how do we live this life and navigate this walk i want to warn people of behavior not people because it's a spirit and that spirit travels the same corruption that you see in churches in in catholic churches didn't we just find out it was in the baptist church in the last three three years Hmm. didn't we just find out thousands of women is coming out saying i was sexually abused that's a spirit that ain't a person sheesh so we need to warn people of behavior. That way, if they see certain traits, they know, make a pivot from them. But to keep on saying, John is the one that does this all the time. Watch out for John. He's a false prophet. Watch out for Derek. He's a false prophet. Watch out for Christopher. He's also a false prophet. <laughs> that's just, that's whack That's yeah. That's too much. That's too much. I'm I'm not going to tell nobody who the g- general manager of Denny's is. in. <laughs> I'm not going to tell them who the general manager of Denver is. You know what I mean? I'm going to just tell them if these pancakes come out and they look that soft, don't eat them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Don't put syrup on that and keep trying to eat that. That's nasty. So, yeah. say la. <laughs> 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 was that good, though? That was a good segment. Yeah, yeah bro. That was solid. Because I, I think that's going to be helpful for some, for some people, for real.
1: It's helpful for me, man. I've, I've, this is, these are questions I've wrestled with for like a minute, and like it's all in there. But the like the just bringing light to it in that way, like I not anywhere in scripture except for like the mention of Balaam yeah. and Jezebel. Yeah, like absolutely. Maybe a couple others. All other points is just like you'll know them by their fruit. That's exactly Here's right.
0: That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. The prophets of Baal, not eric and terry (laughs) (laughs) it was just the prophets of Baal.
1: we got a responsibility all of us as believers to read scripture for us that was what oh bro this is a whole other story i don't know how much time we got left, bro what
0: are you talking about this is a long format this could be four hours i I almost got
1: caught up into a cult in my freshman year of college (laughs) (laughs) like this is why like i really care about stuff like this yeah because man like I mentioned, I grew up going to this church um like all the way through high school. Yeah. And then I got into college and now for the first time I'm like, "Oh snap, I got to find my own like a church community around here to get involved with and get plugged yeah. into or start praying like, "Lord, I want a Bible study to get involved." Yeah, with. for sure. And I remember my uh second semester freshman year. Yep. I'm walking back to my uh high rise, like the the apartments on campus. Yeah. And it's like, it's nighttime. It's dark. We in Philly. right? <laughs> Campus is safe, but we still in Philly. Yeah, for
2: sure.
0: <laughs> exactly. And, and, and it's dude, a gated community, but
1: it's still
2: Philly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and this dude, like, you, you you ever watch, you ever seen Dory the Explorer, like that yellow troll dude pops out from behind the yeah, bridge? Yeah, for sure. That happened. what, that was what happened. This dude, like, cuts me off. Like, hey, you want to go to a Bible talk? I was like, whoa, who? He, like, six foot <laughs> six. Like big, you just, it, eyes are just like, I was I was startled and, and I, at the moment, like as soon as it happened, I felt some jump in my spirit. I thought it was like, I just brushed it off. It's was yeah. like, oh, the dude just scared me. He's like a big dude coming at me at nighttime. I realized later, like, nah, that was a little, that was a little flag right Yeah, there. yeah, for sure. Um, but he started talking and I was actually on my way to another event yep. that started at eight for like this film group. Um and even how the Lord set that up was crazy anyways this dude invites me to like yeah we're going there's this bible talk blah 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 we meet every week on campus here blah blah blah, blah. I was like oh when does it start he said uh, it starts at either 8 or 8.15 and I was like oh I'm already going to an event mm-hmm. it's at 8 but I'll try to leave early and just like catch some of it he's like alright cool I'll see you later he's just it was just a really, really weird interaction yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was it was off but I just brushed it off because he kept talking Yeah, yeah, yeah that's something right there uh anyway
0: let me continue wow um no 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 deal with hit that hit that hit that
1: oh man people just words are deceptive that's like when you when you get a hunch from the holy spirit don't brush it off there's so many especially after moving out to la bro there are times where like i just got stories of stuff where i'm like I swear I just heard something from the Lord, but I'm like, nah, that was, that was just a weird thought of me mm. to think suddenly out of mm. nowhere when I don't know this person <laughs> at all. And come to find out like, nah, God, that was you trying to tell me about something. Mm-hmm. And it happened so many times. I would just brush it off because I'm like, no, nah, you're not actually telling me. Like, what? nah. And then I keep talking to the person. Oh, they seem nice. Oh, yeah, it's all good. Even in relationships, ignoring red flags. Yellow, like it's It's very similar. Anyway, I brush off these like warning signs I got from this dude. And I ended up going to this, I end up going to this film event. My plan was to be there from, I think the meeting for this film production society, or whatever mm-hmm. it's from eight to eight 30. Mm-hmm. And the Bible study studies from eight to eight 45 around the same time, something like that. And so I'm expecting to be able to leave by like eight 15 dude shows up 25 minutes late to a 30 minute meeting. I'm sitting here at, frustrated because I'm like, man, I really and it was right across the walk. Yeah. yeah. Meeting, like the film production meeting and the Bible study, literally right across from each other. Yeah. And I missed most of it. So I'm angry. But that was like that was the Lord's grace. Wow. For real. Because when I walked into this joint, um I get there (laughs) and it was just so off under the surface. Mm. It was like I'll share this. I went, I visited once Visited again, and then the dude invites me to his house, right? And I just so happened to bump into another dude who I met, like, the in my freshman semester. Find out he's a Christian. I'm like, oh, I'm going to this this dude's house. He's like, yo, owes the Bible talking, inviting me over to talk to him. You want to come with me? He's like, yeah, I don't got go- nothing going on right now. And he's on the wrestling team, so he has a really busy schedule. He just so happened to be free that night. So we mm-hmm. walk over, get to this dude's house. I knock on the door, right? Kid you not. Somebody opens the door, looks at me, closes it, right? And I'm like, oh, that was interesting. Opens the door again. All of a sudden, like a flood of people, probably a dozen dudes and like women, men and women just leave, like just kind of looking at me, not really saying anything. I'm like, already the vibes are (laughs) (laughs) off. Something's not right here. But again, I'm uh-huh. brushing it off right, right. I talked to the dude, he seemed cool Invited me to the Bible talk There were two dudes that also just so happened To play basketball and do film production That was actually part of one of their tactics mm-hmm. But um, we walk into the space And now it's like totally empty It was just really weird, weird. And then dude starts talking About um, Like salvation From the perspective that Essentially we earn it by works Oh, geez. Like he pointed out this scripture talking about like hey look faith without works is is dead right so that means if you're not working then you have no faith and what is the work of the gospel to preach the gospel so if you're not making disciples and you're then you're not doing the work of the gospel then you don't have faith then you're not saved and you're going to hell and like
0: but the way
1: he was breaking it down in my mind i'm like this is kind of convincing for sure had it not been for my friend who was with me saying like
0: Nah, nah that bro. Ain't it,
1: like <laughs> the whole time, and I'm like, I'm kind of like in the middle, and I'm seeing he, also the way the guy's reacting to my friends or I could tell he's getting visibly angry, mm. and he wants to like, mm. like just not like wild out on him. Now, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can see it. Yeah, but I'm still just sitting in this like, wait a minute, what he's saying sounds like it could be true. Yeah, maybe I've been taught wrong this whole time. Maybe I...
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Huh. And so, anyway, we end up leaving. My friend, like, he planted his foot yeah. on it. He was like, no, we're saved by grace through faith, not yeah. works. And he was just... Absolutely correct. You know? And so, we end up leaving. Dude was frustrated when we left. We're walking back to our dorms and I'm just, like, talking about talking with it to, talking about it with him to my friend. And he's he's like, I'm like, yo, like, have you ever... I've never thought about it that way before. He's like... Yeah, that's that's not it, man. That's right. I like I know what I've been taught. I know what my grandma told me. I know what scripture says like this. That's just not it. That's right. And I'm like, hmm. And I did not change my mind at that point. Yep, I kept like yeah. I go, kept telling people about it. Yeah, until finally. What am I? Oh, my gosh. Thank you. I'm thankful so much. That was Ray. Ray Bethia, if you're watching this, bro. Love you. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Shout out, Ray. uh, And then a couple other friends along the way. And then finally, there's this one girl, a friend of mine. I told her about it and she was like, that's a cult. I was like, what? Nah. Stop. Nah. She's like, yes. they Like 60 Minutes did a a whole like <gasps> show on them. When 60 Minutes does
0: something. oh, Yo, you hit the radar, Yo, radar. What? it's, it's like, about to feed you some Kool-Aid.
1: It's like, bro. But it wasn't even that type of... It's, it's a cult in the sense
0: of just... We're right, simple, everybody else wrong. Yes, yes. simple
1: false teaching. Yeah, like absolutely. If you leave our church, Yeah, you're no longer safe, Yeah, if you get I, baptized outside of our church, you got to get baptized in our church. Mm-hmm. And all this other stuff, like just... Their doctrine about salvation in hell was just yeah. wrong. And I was not seeing it So yeah. my friend finally shows me like not only the 60 minutes thing, but she sent me a full document of somebody who left the church <sighs> and wrote out all the, like gathered all these testimonies and wrote out a 10 step by, 10 step, step-by-step wow. step manual for how these disciplers are supposed to bring their disciples into the church. And I was like, oh dang, I'm on <laughs> step three. Oh man. <laughs> You about Yo, to get stepped in. After that, what? I was like, "Okay, wow, I was wrong." It took humility as well to For recognize. Sure. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I could have been prideful and be like, "No, nah, y'all tripping," because like the whole concept of cognitive dissonance. Yeah, and thinking that like you know being so sure of something, but then also recognizing, okay, wait, something else might be true. Wait, yeah. am I wrong? It's yeah. like a level of just recognizing, like, oh, dang. You got to be vulnerable. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And it doesn't
0: feel good. No, 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 no. It does not feel good to
1: be wrong. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So in moments like that, I've seen, had other like weird experiences with friends being involved in cold especially since I've been out to LA. Two things happen. Either somebody listens and receives it. Yep. And ends up turning away. I mean, turning in the right direction. Or they hear it and they go even further in the opposite direction. Yep. Could have easily happened to me, yeah, had it not been for the Lord's grace, yeah, absolutely, in yeah putting these people in my life for sure. And being able to talk to just being involved in a healthy church community or asking somebody, like, hey, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's like, nah, that's off. And I'm like, still, like, yeah, I'm gonna go back though, like this yeah, for sure. And just the Lord, like, kept putting people in my life. If it had not been for that, I don't know what would have happened, yeah, for like, sure. Man, and after that experience, I was like, okay, it's not enough to just read devotionals on version. you Virgin. it's That does not suffice. It's not enough to just pray for a few minutes before I go to sleep and when I wake up. It's and, not enough to
0: just listen to your favorite YouTube.
3: Yeah, and
1: that's YouTuber. not legalism. That's just recognizing I am a disciple and I need to be sharpened. If I want to be used by the Lord, like going to battle with a dull sword, you're not going to cut nothing down. Like... You got to be sharp. How old are you, Chaz? 28. Oh, my God. You blessed my whole life. So. Keep talking. Man, that experience made me realize, like, yo, I actually got to study scripture for real.
0: Huh? Don't you,
1: though? Like, doesn't matter if you're a teacher or not, whether you're preaching or pastoring. That's right. Or not. You as an individual, if you profess to be a follower of Jesus Christ, Mm -hmm. you got to figure out a way to know him more intimately. Yes, and sir. You know his words more intimately. That's
0: it. That's it. Bro, I. Yeah. Where is. uh? Oh, my goodness. It's Acts 17. I think
1: it's Acts 17. Man, Acts in 1st. Oh, man. I know,
0: go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, bro. you you blessing my whole life. Oh All right. Yeah, th- thank you, Holy Spirit. Let me tell you something. That good old Holy Spirit. If you read it. The Berean church? Talking about that? Yeah. He'll bring it back to your memory, right? So Acts 17, this is verses, um, this is, these are verses uh, 10 through 12. That very night, oh, that very night, the believers sent Paul and Silas to Berea. Mm-hmm. When they arrived there, they went to the Jewish synagogue and the people of Berea were more open-minded than those in Thessalonica. And they listened eagerly To Paul's message with an open mind. Mm -hmm. They searched the scriptures day after day to see if Paul and Silas were teaching the truth. As a result, many many Jews believed as did many of the prominent Greek women and men. All right, so peep game. Mm. The people in Berea had open minds. This is one of the signs of a false teacher and cult-like behavior is they're all closed-minded. Mm-hmm. They're not open to being wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Their way is right. Oh. And if you don't believe my way, then you're going to hell. That's legalism. Or you're not spiritual enough. You're not spiritual or you enough. you don't have a relationship with That's Jesus. That's right. You don't hear the Holy Spirit. That's exactly right. Oh, man. And it becomes a private revelation that is not open to public critique. It forces you to be dependent on them. That's exactly right they don't want you to read the Bible for yourself. So they had open minds, but they had open minds with a Bible in the hand. Hear me. Mm -hmm. They had open minds and open Bibles. I'm open to what you got to say as long as you open to me reading the Bible after you say it. Mm -hmm. And if what you say lines up with what I read, then I might just give my life to Jesus. Listen,
1: if there's anybody who is listening to or under a teacher who has a problem with you checking scripture after hearing what they say to you. Tell them, young homie. Run.
0: (laughs) I'm pushing my... Run. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely.
1: (laughs) They're not the one. If anybody tells you that reading scripture is, in itself, is legalistic, (laughs) you can do that from a legalistic place, but if they're not cool with you checking to see if they are right. Then they, oh man, no, nah, just no.
0: This message has been brought to you by a 28 year old disciple of Jesus Christ named Chaz Smith. Hmm. You can find him on Instagram, TikTok, <laughs> and wherever fine products are sold. I get fired up about this stuff. Bro. Yo, yeah. you you my type of guest, fam. This is a blessing for me. I'm, ooh, ooh. I want to clone you. I want to clone and you. And Kirby. I want to clone <laughs> you, bro, and Kirby. I want to clone you and Kirby <laughs> Kelly. Cause man, oh man, the future is bright if y'all in it. That's for sure. Yo, this book, open minds and open Bibles, people. Mm. If I ever say something and you don't think it's in the book, check this. This Bible going to be right, even if I'm wrong Mm -hmm. and I can be wrong. So can you. So can we. That's what the old saints used to say. The Bible is right. And somebody's wrong. Mm -hmm. I know the Bible is right. (laughs) Somebody's wrong. I know the Bible is right somebody's wrong, I know the Bible is right, somebody's wrong, I know the Bible is right, somebody's wrong, ow! <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly how they do it. No, uh, there, it you there you go, there you go, it was close though, it was close, you gave it a shot, a you flat. gave it a shot. Okay, so, alright bro, man, cause if we, yo, I, I I need to know what you, I need them to know what you are doing now, cause I think it's so dope, this is kind of like a violent pivot because we I have mean, not really not really, though. Not really. OK, good, 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 good. OK, yeah. good. I'm glad because because I, I mean, it is like, well, I'm glad you said that because you, you, you are absolutely correct. This is a very. What you are doing now is so informed. By the word in your journey mm. that you're right, this is not a violent pivot. All uh, right. So <sighs> highlight us what you do, What what, what you be doing right now so after distilling all the stuff you feel like you yeah, was called so, to do and so whole after
1: after hearing all this conversation uh i'll just ask the viewer you know how the, the bible can be pretty hard to understand difficult confusing sometimes what i'm doing is making an animated series where it's easy to understand and draw conclusions to jesus i'm making an animated web series about the bible that's it it's called what had happened was <laughs> Yo, Hector's laugh in the background is one of the funniest things
0: hey, on the podcast. Oh, dude, it's it's like one of the most iconic things in the whole white world. When when Hector grows up and gets rich and then can't do this anymore, people are gonna like be sad and probably not listen to the basement anymore. But like, if I can't have his laugh, I don't want to hear you either. Close the whole thing down. Hey, so all right, so that was the quick elevator pitch. I yeah. really appreciate it. Like, yeah, yeah. That was very succinct. Can you elaborate a little bit on Absolutely. what you're doing? Yeah, because yeah. yeah. we would so, love to hear it. So the whole and my homie way. Brian Pierre has just lost his entire mind. <laughs> I, I'm telling oh, you, he has, he has sure. completely spazzed right. I I could not make up that y'all. Oh, two you, did, you didn't there. tell him before? No, he okay. has no idea. All I right. just he didn't even know you was gonna be the guest today. Word. Okay. I just he he just told me like yo, the next time you do, um uh the basement, I just want to come through. Yeah. Or actually, we were just supposed to hook up, and then I said, you know what? It'd be cool if you just came and mm-hmm. hung out on one of our production days, and it worked out to be this day. That's what's up. Okay, perfect. Yep.
1: Um, so yeah, I mentioned two years ago, I was praying, like, Lord, how do I do both comedy and like, pointing people to you, scripture, mm-hmm. like storytelling, all that stuff. I was mm-hmm. going to go to NYU for film school, for mm-hmm. grad school, um, mm-hmm. but decided to go social media route instead. I could always go back to school, but I've always had a love for film and storytelling in some form. Yeah. So... When I started praying about that two years ago, the Lord started putting on my heart to just retell stories from the Bible in a very entertaining way, but without watering it down. The whole goal of what had happened was, is to help people see the overarching narrative of scripture and how everything points to Jesus. So people will say that falsely claim that Christianity is a 2000 year old religion. It's a 2,000-year-old title. That's all it is. From the very beginning, it's always been about Yahweh. The That's Creator, exactly right. The God of the earth. That's right. The God of all creation. That's absolutely correct. Sending, like Jesus was predestined correct. to be sent for us. Correct. The Old Testament is a compilation of stories, poems, songs, prophecies, and so many other things that point to Christ. That's absolutely correct. Like that's what it's about right but these stories in there are really dope yes right and a lot of people don't read them and that's there's right. so much to be revealed about god's character in the stories that yep. we that we see in scripture yeah so what we're doing is we, we just got funded, like a kickstarter just got fully funded Woo,
0: uh, let's yeah. go man that's what i'm talking about shout out to anisha right here let's
1: go um, salute
0: jamaican can you tell them the
1: the oh we raised 150k for um the first season. Okay, oh, great. It's, yeah, it's made for YouTube. It'll be available to stream for free on YouTube. It'll probably be out around this time next year. Okay. Um, and we're going to be, like, me and, like, I'm the, the creator lead of it. But yeah. my friend David, super dope. You also follow him, too. Um, individual. In David, the letter U-A-L-L on Instagram. It's going to be in his art style. But we got hooked up with an amazing animation studio. I won an Emmy last year for a children's series that they did. Wow! And they work with Bible Project on uh, stuff, and um, they're going to be animating everything now that we've got the funds. That's awesome! And so uh, I got some. Yeah, it's, it's it's gonna be so dope, man. Oh, first season, so excited, bro! <laughs> first season, the episode's gonna be eight minutes long, eight episodes uh, per season. First yep. season's gonna be on uh, Daniel's story. Okay, I'm
0: so excited! Oh, for Oh my man. gosh! Oh my
1: gosh! I'm so excited for it. It's like so it's the way it'll be broken down is this mic just keep falling. Yeah, that, that mic is that, oh, that where's the uh where the latch at? Do I need to rotate it this way? No. Nah. Alright, go ahead, man. Do your thing.
0: I just decided to do some hold music while we get this mic fixed <laughs> huh oh 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 yeah 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 on the on the uh on youtube yeah 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 uh, uh that's coming uh the countdown is it before the song goes on no not that one. oh before the episode premieres okay Okay, don't worry about it. Then we don't want to flag it. YouTube's already trying to demonetize <laughs> us for other reasons that we won't get into, right? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that shit really goes hard, bro. Oh my gosh. But, I love good whole music. Yeah. yeah. But okay, so
1: what we're doing with the series, though, is retelling scripture in modern English. Yes, sir. Without pulling away from uh like what is actually being said in scripture like I'm as I'm writing the scripts I'm not just reading like one or two translations of the bible I'm going in to look at what the original words were in Hebrew in Hebrew and in Aramaic yes sir to check like okay what does this actually mean like because some words honestly in some of our English translations are not very good for this is a whole other topic but the I don't even you might need to cut this out I don't know if we're gonna go here but the word you God, you cut it out. the word God in English <laughs> is a horrible translation of the original word in Hebrew. Absolutely Elohim, correct. Absol- absolutely right? correct. Like spiritual beings, yeah. the most high Elohim. Yeah, beings. absolutely. Angels, demons, Elohim. Yeah, yeah. When, uh, what's his name? Was it Samuel came out the ground after Saul yeah. tried to? Yeah, absolutely. He, he was referred to as an Elohim, a yeah. spiritual being without a body. Yeah. God is the most high above yeah. all. That's right. Only one worthy of worship.
0: Yes, sir. There's like so
1: bottom line is like there's so much more context that we miss Mm -hmm. because of uh, some not very accurate translations of scripture. That doesn't take away from the authority of the Bible and that it's true. I'm just saying like the fact that we are removed, there's a language barrier. We miss some things.
0: I agree with you. So my
1: my goal with this is not just to retell scripture um, in English because nobody speaks in King James anymore. What's the last time? Like. Who's like as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Who said think? Who says thinketh unironically? In, Nobody. In, all right. Anyway, uh, it's retelling like in, with narration, voice acting, but also breaking down some of the historical and cultural context that was going on. Yeah. Um, oh, Daniel like Babylonian be fire, culture fam. Oh my gosh, in, um, I can see that it now. Region, yeah, and adding jokes and memes and anime references into it. Um, for the people who think that's an issue, like y'all watch Veggie Tales growing up? Like, Stop playing. Stop playing. Hold on.
0: on. Nate. <laughs> yeah. Come here, homie. You
1: watch Anime? Of course. What's <laughs> what's give me give me a top 3. I was going right, right. so I've been watching this new anime. Okay. Spy Family. Oh my boy.
0: Yes, sir. Okay. <laughs> I'm
3: waiting for the dub to come out cuz all the subtitles reading, it was hard for me to do that.
0: Baby one. boy, get on this mic real quick. That 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 way to just be easy for them to hear you, so right, so, so that's tell them talk that talk your talk homie.
3: So uh, I watch I've been watching a uh, Spy Family, uh-huh. that's been a good show.
0: Oh, you want to be official? You
3: <laughs> <laughs> that, that
0: boy ain't trying to lead a pod now. He like <laughs> he like I'm on it now, Dad. You told me to be on. I'm now on. No, but thank you for coming on, baby. Yeah, I know you. you're working.
3: Yeah, uh, Spy Family. I just recently got caught up with Attack on Titan. <laughs> Hey, bro, it,
0: dude, even the way, I, honestly, you're like, like, I feel like Nate we is you. Built the same way. That, that's what I, was, dude. <laughs> hey, Chaz, I, I can say it now because it won't, it feel weird, but as I was sitting down with you, I'm like, I think I'm talking to like Nathan when he's 28. <laughs> that's the vibe I got from, wow. from sitting, talking to you. Wow. Like this, is this is, a, this is how I want to hang out with you when you're 28 years old. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but go ahead, go ahead. Keep talking. Yeah, like,
3: Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. It's. One of the greatest animes I've watched. Thank you. Like, I'm not yes. gonna like rub it in people's faces. Like, everybody has their own type, but Attack on Titan, that's one of the greatest shows. It was, I was like, first season, it was uh-huh. good, but then more seasons I just watched, I was like, oh yeah, this is, this is going great. Speaking my language. Dragon Ball yeah. is a great show. Uh, I heard they came out with a movie recently. Mm-hmm. I finished, uh, Dragon Ball Super. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go back and watch Dragon Ball Z mm-hmm. when I get time for that because that's a man a- of culture. <laughs> yes. Mm. Uh, I'm gonna. Uh, people keep saying watch One Piece, but I don't have all that time to watch a thousand episodes.
1: Yeah. I w- I'm I'm not gonna watch it either. I will say Luffy is like in my top three greatest anime protagonists of all yeah. time. probably number one. And I don't. I have not watched the full episode of the show yet. <laughs> I'm not going to I'm not watching the 20,000 hours. Of, I mean, okay. Go ahead. Yeah, for
0: sure. Absolutely. You're not going to, yeah, you're not going to take my life like that. <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
3: Just sitting in the front watching the TV. And I mean, it has to be different stories and like people still watch it, but I don't mm-hmm. have that much time. Like yeah, as yeah. a normal teenager. Yeah. Not to be 15. I don't got all that time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Just to watch anime all day. Yeah. You surely don't. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> yeah, you're right about it. You're right. I've been watching Dragon Ball. I'm watching Spy Family. Mm-hmm. Uh, Finished AOT. I'm waiting for the final, final episode yeah. to come out. Yep. I think that comes out in November. Yeah. I, Fall like, or
1: December. Sometime this year. Yeah.
3: I think they're doing the final episode for their, I think, 13-year anniversary since mm-hmm. the uh, first episode uh, uh, initially came out. Yeah. Okay. So, waiting for that. Fire. Haven't been watching much else except fi- Spy Family. I did start on One Punch Man. That show okay. is funny. Yeah, 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 That show is mad funny. I don't think it's more of like uh like a serious action show. It's more of a comedy action yeah. than uh, other... Uh and I think that's mainly it. I haven't been watching much else other no, than that. It's a solid list. Okay. It's a solid list.
0: Now, um you you was over there grinding. Mm-hmm. So you maybe you missed it, but Chaz Tell uh baby boy, what you're coming out yeah. with? So you got to listen to this, homie. Yeah, right, I'm making yeah. an
1: animated series uh-huh. about Bible stories with anime references and jokes in them, but still like really sound teaching. Oh, and, that's Like dope. biblical breakdown. That is
3: dope. Yeah. It's it's going to be real cool. You got my 100% interest. I'm <laughs> watching.
1: If you got merch, I'm buying it. All of it. Hey, it's it's, it's coming out soon
3: actually. Yeah, for real.
1: It's it's going to be real cool too.
0: So so tell them the first book you're about to cover. Daniel. Season 1 is going to be Daniel. Yeah. It's
3: going to be fun So is everybody. it going to be like an anime art form? So, yes. Yeah. We um this oh, first yeah. season
1: this first season we're taking uh we're working with this Animation company out of South Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, each episode will be eight minutes long. Eight minutes, okay. Eight I'm episodes. gonna rewatch that eight so minutes. So it's like it's like it's gonna be like like a mini series. We put out. We have a concept video already, but it was just made by me and a few other friends. Mm-hmm. Once we work with the animation studio, we're getting started on that. Like within this next month. Oh, that's um, dope. But it's gonna it's gonna be real clean.
3: Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Yo, I'm hyped yeah, for man. that. I'm hyped for that. <laughs> You got my 100% interest. <laughs> Thank you. I, I love it.
0: it. I love it. I love it. Okay, yeah. baby. Thank you so much. I just no wa- I just wanted to, you to hear what he's doing. Because that's, that's going be, to be amazing. That's right up your alley. Yeah. For sure. Was, yeah, for sure. What
1: I think will be really special about it, though, is, like, it's not, like, of, of course, I think the biggest audience will be teens and young adults. Mm-hmm. But the way that I'm writing it, I'm trying to keep in mind that I'm trying to write it in a way for six-year-olds. 16 year olds and 60 year olds so i'll be watch be able to watch it together oh, like to bring families yeah. together um six year olds will love we'll watch it together
3: yeah yeah six we will.
1: six year olds will be able to love the colorful animation and just the like the flashiness of it yeah 16 year olds like jokes humor anime references all that stuff but um for like more mature audiences and even just teens who are into like going deeper in the word there's going to be like very sol- i'm working with um so there's a professor at Biola, Charlie Trim, he's got a PhD in like Old Testament studies. I'm checking with him on everything. Like, yo, is this not only biblically accurate, but is it historically accurate? Is it culturally accurate? Um, And then him along with like several other scholars who I'm gonna be like constantly checking in with. So we're making sure that it's on point. It's not just, it's, it will not just be for entertainment purposes, but my heart for it is to really disciple people too. Yeah, sure. Cause we, as believers, we get introduced to Jesus with like spoilers, essentially. Right? Yeah, that's right. But yeah, never sure. really go back that's and right. watch the rest of the story. That's exactly right. Or like, re- like most people don't know what is in the Old Testament. They just think it's laws and rules and commandments.
0: So, so I'm so grateful you're saying this because I think the term New Testament church mm-hmm. has literally almost divorced the Old Testament reality. Mm-hmm that sets up yeah. what we know is the New Testament yeah. church.
1: People think it's just entirely obsolete. That's it's not, not
0: true. no, it's not, it's not true. One of the most brilliant statements I've ever heard on the Old and New Testaments are that the Old Testament is the New Testament concealed. Mm-hmm. And the New Testament is the Old Testament revealed. Mm-hmm. And if you don't put those two together, you you are, it's like walking in on a movie, a, a three hour movie in the last 40 minutes.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> you're really close with your parents right yeah very imagine if everything you you only knew things about them from the time that you were like seven years old you don't know anything about the rest of their life before that
0: i have an incomplete picture of who they are right yeah for sure the
1: old testament show, like the commandments themselves are an expression of god's character that's for exactly us. right they are they, it was his way of telling us this is who i am this is this is my standard of holiness. This yep. is my character. Yep. If you want to be like me, you got to live up to this. Of course, like the rest of the Old Testament is not telling us, like, it's not possible.
0: That's exactly right. But somebody's going to make yeah, it possible. Yeah, exactly right. That's exactly right. You
1: know, like, if we don't see that, yeah, we're missing, like, what is it to a, somebody who doesn't believe in Jesus to hear the phrase, like, oh, his blood covers everything. What? What is it? The- Excuse me? It's <gasps> a horror movie? Uh, right. <laughs> like, there's context Freddy to that. Freddy Krueger is Jesus? <laughs> there's context to that. Like, the sacrifices that were necessary to be considered holy and blameless that's and righteous in God's sight. The understanding that there were laws and order that's that right. was set up by our creator to that's right. like when life is taken, that's right. Something needs to replace it. That's exactly right. Like when death comes into the world, some somebody needs to be guilty. That's and absolutely judged. correct. He's a just God. He's he, never changed. Like absolutely correct. Now, you understand? Like in the in the blood of something else's life that was taken is what covered us in our sin. That's right. Now we have Christ; His blood covers. It. Like that's, that's yeah. a little bit more context. Yeah, absolutely but correct. Like, yeah, if you just well, well
0: there's some people that's even trying to soften yeah. that though, Chaz, and being yeah. like a loving father would never do that to his son. Mm. He wasn't mad. Mm. We, we have a we have a problem with discipline. Mm. We we we've tried to we've tried to literally rewrite the character of God. For a generation that doesn't like to be yelled at. Dang. And the truth of the matter is, he is a just God. Mm -hmm. And propitiation and a substitutionary death was only made available because somebody volunteered. Mm -hmm. You was about to catch these hands. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You was about to get the beating of your lifetime.
1: Something I love to that I, like somebody brought up one time. I don't remember who it was, but imagine if you are on jury duty for a murder case, first trial, like the very first uh, hearing. Dude walks in, the and his all his stuff that he did is read. He murdered somebody. He assaulted somebody. He did X, Y, and Z. And the judge hears it and is like, mm, "Now nah, you good." Just it's all right. You can leave.
2: Wow!
1: Everybody would be furious. Oh, absolutely correct. Like he just violated yes. not only a ridiculous amount of laws, but yeah. he ended somebody's life. That's exactly right. And, and the judge d- is going to let him go. That's not just. That's not, not at all righteous. That's not, not, at all. not loving. That's either.
0: Not, not not at all.
1: So why would we think God would do that? Again, He's holy and uh. righteous beyond imagination.
0: Please let them have 30 seasons, Jesus. (laughs) I want you to have the 20,000 episodes or whatever it is. I want you to have 1,000 episodes of this show. Please, in Jesus' name, do the whole Bible twice. (laughs) Revisit Daniel from a different angle. Like, do it all, bro. No, that's that's exciting, man. God, that's exciting. Oh, my gosh. Baby boy, doesn't that sound dope?
3: that's amazing yeah it's I'm, go- I'm excited for it
0: yeah it's gonna be yeah. it's gonna be oh my god oh that's so dope all right bro back to school all right <laughs> i love you i love you love you too thank you so much for being willing to jump on no problem now you're as famous as you claim to be as you claim to say i am <laughs> right so now now we're even My 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 sons and i have this back and forth uh, conversation. It's not a debate. They think I'm famous. I'm like, I'm not famous. Boy, hush. I'm not famous. Steph Curry's famous. LeBron James is famous. Brad Pitt is famous. I'm regionally known. That's what right. I am, That's right? Fair. I'm regionally known. Like, you know, there's, there's, there's more people that don't watch this podcast in this country than do. So let's not try to act like. You know what I mean? It, the number is something and it's altogether nothing when you're in a country with 330 million people. And I, I just think that perspective is important. You know what I'm saying? Some people be feeling themselves and they only got 82 members in their church and they got 14 bodyguards. And you got somebody you got somebody on the lookout for you at Grandy's. You're nobody after you, fam. You freaking eating at Luby's, doc? Stop playing. I feel like you might actually know somebody. Didn't I tell you I've been in ministry a long time? You 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 got these dudes that are bishops of of nothing but their own family name. Like they don't there's nobody that goes to the church whose last name ain't theirs. And they're a bishop and they wear a purple shirt and a big chain stuffed into a pocket. Not you, Sam. <laughs> you do have on a purple shirt, <laughs> but it's not it's not with a white collar and you're not walking around talking like this. God bless you, God bless you. God bless you, God bless you. It's oh, like come on man, you, you you at the bank talking about God bless you, God bless you, I need to if I can just get out two hundred dollars out of my account, I can just uh Y'all do the heavy breathing in between.
2: <laughs>
0: that asthma is serious in the body of Christ right now no it's not that breathing's not a gift <laughs> <laughs> bro d- 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 this is exciting stuff bro like i'm so excited for you i'm proud of you like a- again going back to what we talked about earlier like the fact that you allow god's call to lead you into animation film production mm-hmm. you know what i mean um but to get the gospel out yeah. in a very unique way that has my 14 almost 15 year old excited Bro, that's what we want to do. That's why we here. So, man, it's um, yeah, that's gonna be fire. All right. So you, so so you're already in production for it.
1: We're moving into pre-production.
0: Moving into pre-production comes out next year.
1: Yeah, the goal is to get it out by around um, May next year. But I'm not gonna say that and just rush it to make it happen. I'll make sure it's like take your time, really clean.
0: Absolutely. You don't want to miss fire. Take your time, bro. You 'cause you, yeah. cause you you can't be late. When God's anointed you for something, you ain't gonna be late. That's the last thing you gonna do is be late. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah, take your time, do it right, and we gonna all be here watching it. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna be, it's gonna be beautiful, bro. This whole pod, it was fun. We got some juice out of this pod right here. Not only did yeah. we get juice, we got pulp. We got some Pope out of this. All if you if here. you don't like your orange juice with pulp in it, if you don't like to chew a little bit when you drink, this is not your <laughs> podcast. Because we 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 cut up some we cut up some steak in here today. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this wasn't this wasn't that shallow. This was on the deep side of like
2: mm-hmm.
0: wrestling through some nuances of yeah. like how do we navigate this and navigate that. Mm-hmm. I think we landed in some pretty dope places. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean. And I, I, oh man, I think the cult thing was a bonus. <laughs> yeah, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> you allowed <laughs> you, you're, you allowed that story to help some people. Maybe not even be in it as long as you yeah,
1: were. No, nah, it really, it really shaped a lot of my. Oh my walk, yeah, and helped me, through, bro. I'm telling you, LA is different.
0: I know, it's I live How long it's you been sure there? Different.
1: Um, five and a half years. Okay,
0: five and a half years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm you talking know. about
1: like on the, like the hyper spiritual side too. Yeah, just, man. Yeah, it, 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 it like having that experience helped prep me for, like just I'm. Straight up, like people with Jezebel spirits, yeah, and like just who mess with demons, and yeah. call themselves believers, yeah, like for straight sure. Straight up, there's no other way to put it,
0: for sure.
1: Um, so yeah, it it like I I, I was saying that jokingly before, but now nah, that that experience I had in my freshman year was so beneficial,
0: yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so um, let me say something about the Jezebel spirit. Um, uh, because obviously.
1: Yeah, we gotta define that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We we
0: we get if you never heard of the Jezebel Spirit, um, the Jezebel spirit is based on a woman named Jezebel in the in the Bible. Mm-hmm. In my in in my experience though, the majority of people I've seen with a Jezebel spirit are men. Mm-hmm. So uh, just because you see an attribute in, in an mm-hmm. individual, don't think gender because yeah. spirits would jump into yeah. both the genders.
1: That's al- it's also something Jesus mentions in
0: both that- of the genders. <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> the but, two <laughs> genders,
1: but yeah, the, like that—that that phrase is also something that Jesus mentions. In That's correct. The um passage we were talking about before. Revelation That's correct in Revelation. 3. That's right. Yeah, yeah, the Jezebel spirit, right? Like somebody who operates in the same likeness of this woman's character. That's right. But there's demonic influence behind
0: it. Correct. Now here's the caveat that most people don't explore when talking about a Jezebel spirit. A Jezebel, first of all, the woman Jezebel only That season's
1: a- gonna be fire, by the way. We're doing that season two Yes! <laughs> all
0: right, so let me get let, let me let okay. me put some non writing executive producer <laughs> juice on this all thing, right. right? And I don't need to, no credit for it. All right. But Jezebel has no power without Ahab. Jezebel's power came from the one who empowered her, mm-hmm. who was King Ahab. Mm-hmm. So anytime somebody talks to me about a Jezebel spirit, I want to know. My follow-up question is: Okay, we've a- acknowledged that they meet the criteria of having a Jezebel mm-hmm. spirit. Now, who's, who's empowering? Enab-
1: who's enabling them?
0: Who's enabling them? Because Jezebel has no power on her own. And that that spirit and the, the, those characteristics have no power on their own. A Jezebel spirit is always attached to somebody that has influence. A leech. A leech. She has nothing on her own. Mm-hmm. She has to be tied to somebody who has power and or influence to be empowered to do what she's doing. So she's never the CEO. Mm-hmm. She's never the boss over the thing. Mm-hmm. It's somebody that's been given power by somebody with the authority to... So, and we always come after the Jezebel spirit, but we never actually cut it off. Mm -hmm. We just, we just cut that person off and it grows again. Why? Because Ahab's still in power. We got to tell Ahab to stop marrying Jezebel Mm -hmm. because Ahab is a Hebrew who should have never married Mm -hmm. Jezebel in the first place. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we got to get Ahab to be equally yoked. With who he's supposed to be with, whether that's relationally, in business, in ministry or whatever, and you will you won't see the appearance of a Jezebel spirit anymore. Because Ahab's actually actually equally yoked with the person that he's supposed to be doing life with.
1: And has discernment. He
0: or she and has discernment yeah. to be like, I can't I can't be get because think about it. Ahab married to Jezebel automatically meant that she was gonna bring in false gods mm-hmm. and false worship.
1: Yeah, like some of the historical basis for what she did was, like, she killed off a, how many of the prophets? Oh, absolutely, a bunch like, of them. Like, her whole goal, and we're seeing this a lot in society today, but yep. her whole goal was to usurp, and it was already just wicked at this point. Yeah. But her whole goal was to usurp Israel in the worship of Yahweh. That's
0: exactly right. And she,
1: and anybody who was loyal to the Lord, she just, like, um, was it Naboth who had the, uh, Naboth, re- yeah, I yeah, yeah. The, uh-huh. the vineyard, uh huh. That's right. Um, Ahab, Abigail's husband. Yeah, yeah. So this, this. uh So Ahab goes to this guy and is like, "Hey, I want to buy your vineyard." And he's oh, like, no, that's the wrong person
0: okay. I'm thinking about. That's a different person. I know who you're talking about now. Okay. Yes.
1: Yeah. So I was like, Abigail, I was like, I was like, I was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah,
0: absolutely. That's a different one.
1: <laughs> All right. Anyway, um, so I don't think his wife is mentioned in the scripture. I need to check, but um. Ahab goes to this man, he has a beautiful vineyard. Mm-hmm. He's like, yo, I want to buy it. And he's mm-hmm. like, nah, it's my family's. Like, I can't do it. And he says it to the king. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, what is it? Ahab goes back home crying, and Jezebel's like, yo, what's up? It's like, oh, this, this dude has a beautiful vineyard. I want to buy it. But he said no. She's like, You're the Excuse king. Excuse me? Yeah, exa- king. Exactly. And she sets up this whole plot. Uh huh. And this was something that was done before as well, in like, I think in Esther's story, but this whole plot is set up to have this dinner with this man. She hired two other, this lame dudes, to accuse him mm-hmm. of treason or mm-hmm. something like that, mm-hmm. and he ends up getting killed mm-hmm. in his own venue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then Ahab takes it mm-hmm. and just sees nothing wrong with
0: it. Absolutely venue. correct.
1: So there is like this. What's the word I'm looking for? There's a, yeah what's the word she just the whole goal is to usurp authority ultimately the lord's authority mm-hmm. for the sake of having influence with influence that's
0: you know? that's absolutely correct that's absolutely correct and, then, and,
1: and then like oh, oh yeah and then how like it in in uh and then not only that like her the worship that she do is sexual in nature
0: oh absolutely correct
1: and was uh, twisting Israel to go off into worship gods and like do sexual rituals and things That's like right. that. That's why you see Jesus mentioning that. That's right. In revelation three.
0: That's right. I, um, I always, I also want to, uh, speak on, uh, Ahab's characteristic. Um, a Jezebel spirit always has power when, uh, the major authority will not confront behavior.
2: Mm
1: goes right back to the false teacher conversation.
0: Ahab never corrected his wife. Mm -hmm. And that's why she kept growing her voice. And it became so intimidating Mm -hmm. because Ahab was never going to check her. Mm -hmm. So, again, that's not just husband and wife stuff. That's if you're the CEO of a company and you got somebody that's walking around trying to usurp authority and you don't check them. You are, you are poisoning your culture, and people will leave you. People don't quit their jobs. They, pit, they quit the people they work for. <laughs>
1: I'm
0: going to let that marinate. People don't quit their jobs. They quit the people they work for. They, they got that job. That's a good check. Why would they leave? Because you are making it untenable for me to stay here you are making it unbearable for me to stay here that's why the, that's why the prophets went and hid in the cave mm-hmm. <laughs> they were like this king of israel is so wicked he's letting this this queen literally disavow the god we're supposed to be serving mm-hmm. this was in israel in israel fam this was in israel this wasn't this wasn't some you know he wasn't in Zarephath. he's in israel fam so th- that's the yeah man. There's so much in there. That's one of my favorite. Ju- when I first got married, uh, First Kings chapter number seventeen, I preached that more than any other chapter in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Anytime I had to go preach somewhere, Julia was like First Kings <laughs> seventeen. I preached it a lot, and again, I'm a storyteller, so I'm you know I'm all about the narrative. But First Kings chapter number seventeen, going into eighteen and nineteen, is like a I see it vividly. I've I've spent so much time in it. But it's even amazing that Elijah goes to Zarephath and not a territory in Israel. Mm-hmm. The Lord's provision was not in one of the 12 tribes' land and district. Mm. The thought that God cannot provide for you in a pagan land. I'm not calling California pagan.
1: I mean. But it
0: is. Um <laughs> I'm born and raised there, so y'all already know. I'm Englewood to the day I die. And... Callie's crazy. <laughs> um, uh, God can provide for us anywhere, and sometimes our assignment is in a place where we wouldn't want to be, mm-hmm. but that's where we have to be for somebody else to come to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So...
2: Yeah.
0: Babylon. Bab- Bruh! That's why I love – as soon as you said Daniel, I started screaming because Daniel chapters 1, 3, and 6 – Let's
1: talk about it. And six, it
0: forward, hold on. Honestly, bro, Daniel chapters chapters 1, 3, and 6 is literally my – it's kind of the blueprint for this season of my life. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like my assignment is – you know, somebody got real, real mad um, when, when we said that this is not a Christian podcast. This is a podcast that happens to be hosted by believers, hosted and produced by believers. Well, why are we saying that? We're we're not trying to disavow Christianity. Mm -hmm. What we're saying is it just doesn't belong to Christianity. Mm -hmm. just doesn't belong. This podcast just doesn't belong to Christians. It belongs to anybody that wants a safe space to be able to process what they're going through. You can agree with us or disagree with us. Mm -hmm. We just want it to be a safe space for you to be able to do both. It's not a place where we're going to debate. It's not a place where we're going to argue. It's a place where you give us the gift of your vulnerability and we give you the gift of ours. We may not end on the same page, but at least we could have the discussion and build a relationship. That's what diplomats do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's Ambassador. what ambassadors do. The reason why there hasn't been World War III is not because there aren't even people, evil, evil people in the world that don't have launch sequences on their nukes. Heads of states are the most egotistical people you ever meet in your life. The reason why there hasn't been a nuclear winter in a World War III is because diplomats are sitting down with tea with their legs crossed, saying, "Okay, we're gonna lift two sanctions if you left, if you let go of these four prisoners. And We're gonna do it all by Friday, so that you know what I mean. You stop lobbing your missiles over our, <laughs> you know, over our country in an act of aggression. That's that's what this is about. So." so to so to create an environment where people can do that but we're but we got atheists that watch and agnostics that watch and yeah. people that are like quote unquote far from god well, daniel hananiah michelle and azariah i don't call them by their slave names do i okay i gotta give you dap on that you know what i'm saying i don't call them by their slave names daniel hananiah michelle and azariah mm-hmm. them homies completely inhaled Babylonian culture but only it exhaled fidelity to God yo
1: so this is something that I find, found out that was like so dope again with reading the Old Testament it's easy to just like see them as separate individual books people don't realize that Daniel and all them yeah they're contemporary Ezekiel yes and Jeremiah yes were alive yes at the same time uh-huh get this uh-huh get this Jeremiah was preaching and prophesying for twenty-three years before Nebuchadnezzar ever stepped foot in Israel. Yes, sir. So these boys who were probably around like their mid teens,
0: Nathan's yeah, age. Nathan's age, that's exactly right.
1: Heard Jeremiah. they were nobles, so they that's like right. they at least heard him. That's right. I don't know it's likely that they met him in person. Right. But Jeremiah was then there with the priests and like the he was known by the royal family. That's right. They heard his messages their entire lives. That's right. Like, yo, if we don't repent, if we don't stop killing each other, if we don't stop worshiping false gods, if we don't stop committing adultery in the temple, if we don't stop sacrificing our children, God is going to send someone but with judgment on Israel. So when it happened, they're like, oh, yeah, OK, this is this is real. We know how we're supposed to walk. God's not against us. This is just what we've been. He's he's being just.
0: Yep like corporate punishment. Yeah. Not individual.
1: Yeah. And that's and that's so not evil just to talk to a couple people real quick. If you have a kid or two kids, like if say your sons like one of them killed the other one, it's never never going to happen, but you would be outraged at oh something like gosh. that, especially if it like you'd seen it like it was getting to that point yeah, and you kept yeah, yeah. telling like yo, yo, stop. Yeah, yeah. And you like withheld yourself from doing anything. And then at a certain point you're going to be like <laughs> No, you got to get out. Yeah. You belong in prison. Yeah, right. Like... Oh, you got to go. Got to go. Again, sacrificing children. That's right. Committing sexual assault against one another. That's right. Priests dishonoring God and worshiping other guys. Not yeah. only causing discord and issues within Israel, but being a horrible representation of God to everybody else around them.
0: 23 years, he didn't do nothing. That's long suffering. Right? That's grace.
1: And mercy. That's mercy. 23 years, yes, bro. Yes,
0: Absolutely correct. LeBron Absolutely ain't correct. even been in the league that
1: <sighs> Almost. But, dog, you're right. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, just talking about, like, the context. They were, they knew or had an understanding of how to be ambassadors. That's exactly in right. In Babylon. That's exactly right. Because of what they heard growing up.
0: They also had to learn the Chaldean tongue. Yeah because they weren't going to be able to speak through an interpreter. Mm-hmm. So they learned the Chaldean tongue with perfect diction. Mm-hmm. And this is why they were deemed 10 times smarter mm. than all the magicians and all the other people that graduated from Babylon University.
1: I'd say that was even just an act of the Lord, because they weren't the only ones taking.
0: That's exactly right. Yeah, But they were they just excelled right. above the rest. And a lot of people sleep on this, but by chapter number six, Daniel is in his 60s. 80s he might have been in his 80s right so yeah between 60 and 80 this is an old man that's thrown into the lion's den Mm -hmm. this ain't ain't still a teenager Mm -hmm. sometimes we read stuff and forget oh you learned joseph learned a different language by the time he was in egypt Mm -hmm. i believe that part of the reason why i hope you're gonna do joseph as well
1: oh yeah that's season
0: two okay uh part of the reason i believe joseph was in prison for those two years is so that he can be fluent in the Egyptian language by the time he interprets Pharaoh's dream. Mm. Cause he interprets Pharaoh's dream without an interpreter as well. Mm. And he's so, he, he, he is, um, so fluent in the language that by the time his brothers come, they don't even recognize him.
1: Mm. He's 13 years older, got a beard.
0: And don't, and there is no hint of a Hebrew accent. Mm. But we telling people to go out into the world and say, praise the Lord. (laughs) Hey, how you doing? I'm blessed and highly favored. Speaking Christianese. You can't say I'm cool? Well, I don't don't use that worldly talk. (laughs) Dang, bro. Hmm. Oh, man, this food is hella good. Oh, my God, you have just, (laughs) you've just desecrated your temple. Did you say hella? (laughs) Man. Okay, yeah. bro. Hey, there's got to be a part two. I'm with it. Yeah. You got to come. Would you? First, uh, I can't demand nobody coming. You must come back.
2: <laughs>
1: Shoot, I'm sending like a, goons out. You, you must like, come back. You got the... Uh, this is a visual podcast. We could do like a premiere or something, something like that. Oh, for sure. What one of the
0: yeah.
1: It might be kind of smooth.
0: Brian just... Mouth the words.
1: Can I be here,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro? That would be amazing. Okay, okay, we're saying it now, Dweller family. We are we are saying it now. We are going to premiere this time next year, whenever it's out. We just gonna speak life into it right now. We are going to premiere the first episode. what's the name of the series what had happened what had happened was (laughs) the name of this oh yo it just clicked what had happened was exactly it's kind of like marvel's what if you remember that yeah Yeah. whole little yeah yeah, that whole little series y'all this is about to be fire fam all right so we're gonna premiere it on the basement whenever whenever it comes out a year from now a year and some change whenever when that first episode (laughs) drops bro we got to do some conjunction where it drops on the YouTube channel, whatever y'all create, and it drops on. The, oh. yeah. You said it. We're going to do it. Nathan, we're going to premiere. We're going to premiere the, the anime show when it comes out next year. Live on the basement. Yeah. <laughs> that's fire. That's fire. Oh, okay, that's fire. That's fire. All right. All right. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it here first. This is how we gonna do this. Hopefully we got like half a million subscribers by that time. I just wanted to go dummy. You know what even, I'm saying? Even if it's not
1: the first episode, we gotta do one.
0: Yeah, we gotta do we gotta one, do bro. One. However it works, like we gotta, I'm here for this. Like I'm here for all of this, thank man. So bro, um, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you for sharing your heart. Thank you for sharing your passion. Um, Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Thank you for sharing like what you're musing on, bro? Your conviction for the Lord and that anchor, again, I'm giving. I'm giving David and Lionel. Like, I owe them a bottle or something. I don't know what they drinking. Maybe some Manischewitz or something. But whatever they into, man. I I, I just salute great Bible teachers, youth pastors that like literally give people an anchor for their soul. This is the product of that. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, bro, let's do it again. Let's do it again. I love you. Bro. Love you. Hey, that's it. I love y'all. Peace. We just thought to take a little time out to thank the Lord.